Hello, the following episode of Cheap Show may be uncomfortable for some to listen to. We're quite open, quite brazen, and things get a little bit racy. If at any point you feel uncomfortable listening to this episode, please stop and listen to one of our more genial episodes instead. With that in mind, here is our sex episode of Cheap Show. Whenever you rent or buy a video, you need to be sure that the film you choose is suitable for the audience at home. To help you, there are certificates given to films which tell you broadly what the film is like. This film has been classified 18, which means it's for adults only. It's an offence for your shop to supply an 18 video to anyone under that age, so don't ask them to break the law. An 18 film will certainly have an adult theme and might well contain strong scenes of sex or violence, which could be quite graphic. It may also contain some very explicit language, which will frequently mean sexual swear words. Video certificates are there to give you the chance to make an informed choice. They allow you to have peace of mind and be entertained. Thanks for listening. Ooh. Right, Eli, this is the long-awaited sex episode of Cheap Show. So your intro has to be not only the sexiest intro in the world, but possibly the most sexy intro we've ever done on this podcast. So it's all up to you now to set the tone for the rest of this show. I want to be aroused when you finish this. and I'll be tenting. Same you know, thing. I, I want to be... No, not aroused. I can be emotionally aroused. But I want... What do you mean? Well, like, you know, ooh, I've got the tingles. I'm a, a mentally engaged sexually. So I want you to make this prod up. <laughs> all right? So in your own time... Give us the sexy intro to Cheap Show. Eli, go for it. Oh, don't want to see no panties. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Oh, don't want to see no panties. (laughs) Why are you doing it in that voice? Sexy voice, Paul. Hello. Sexy voice. Hello. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time. You've been waiting. You've been getting... A wet niffy. And now, I'm all slick around me ghoulies. (laughs) Don't want to see no panties. It's Cheap Show, sex edition. Ooh, you're going to love it. It's Cheap Show, electric blue. Ooh, bound chicka wow. Ooh, the weight of my nuggets. (laughs) What does that even... It It means, Paul... Yeah. My nuggets are so full of love juice yeah. that they're weighing me down, Ooh. dragging me lovely love logs <laughs> along the floor, and I'm seeping clear as the day, Ooh. pre-com, out the end of oh. my little knob. Oh. My meters is weeping. <laughs> I don't want to see any panties. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the sex episode of Cheap Show. Ooh, I've got a great big frothy knob jockey on. <laughs> I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. People love noodles, right? It's a fact of cheap show you're gonna have to fucking accept. Noodle time. How's the pick going? The price of shite. This is called 
Instagram and saying hello. Eli Silver. Welcome to the show. Then I go and I nuzzle. Hey, sexy listener. Hello. We have been promising you this for a long time, and now we're going to give you every single inch of it. Now, in all seriousness, yeah, dear listener, I think we should uh, we should come clean, Paul. Yeah, we- I'm going to come clean. It won't be clean. No, it'd be filth. We do both have large butt plugs in. I am plugged up. You're plugged up. With I am butt plugged plug. up, and I've gone for this, the love balls. Have you? Yeah. The love beads. And I can hear them rattling yeah, okay. internally. <laughs> Why are they rattling inside of you? Is your anus that gaping? Yes. So, the reason why we thought we'd do a sex episode was just because I think every now and then we need to work it. We, we need to deliver on what I think a lot of people look at us at. They look at us and they think, oh, Eli, oh, Paul, you're sexy middle-aged men who um, have beards and small penises. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get with that because as a listener... I feel like I know you more than I realistically do. And so I want to feel your voice inside my ears tonight. Oh. As you I really don't want to see any panties. I don't want to see any panties. And, and men, this is not just for ladies. Men, I hope you get fully rock hard listening to this podcast over the course of the next I d- hour. I, hope they, I honestly hope they don't. Why Paul? not, though? Why can't it's, men enjoy this sexually? Isn't it about the subject of the sex? We might have. It's not a porn. It's not a pornographic podcast. It's going to get porny. It's going to get pretty intense. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Ooh. If this episode does not end with me in you, then I am not going to be happy with this podcast. I'll be honest with you. Because we do cheap show and we like to use the format to explore areas. So we have kept it within the remit of, you know... Cheap sex. Is that what you're talking about? I'm drinking you Skull. You are drinking. I'm still drinking Skull. Paul, can I ask you not to drink high-powered lager? Uh, you can. In the future? Yeah. Okay. This is the only time I'm drinking. I'm drinking. <laughs> this is the only time. Uh, the only time I am drinking. <laughs> Let me put it this way. Yes. Please drink responsibly. I'm a lightweight, so these... this you certainly are. Uh, this hits me hard. You've had most... a can and a half of strong lager, yeah. and it's showing. Yeah. And dog booze. <laughs> Don't forget the dog booze. I've had a... The dog booze was non-alcoholic. The dog booze, the thought of it is still making me internally yeah, wretched. It, it was pretty bad. I've never seen you that close to puking on the show before, and that's saying something. Because the I've baby food. Close. Yeah. yeah. The baby food in this are the closest I've been to full gutter rainbow. Okay. <laughs> My belly, belly rainbow coming out. Now. Yes. This is the sexy episode. This is the sex episode, so <laughs> we're going <laughs> to keep it sexy. So... Let's talk about me and you and our sex lives because okay. I think a lot of people want to want to know about it. Well, what's there to know? Well, nothing in my case. No, Absolutely nothing. It? Right. Tell me. You tell this me. Is, uh, one, if I, there was one thing emblematic of my sex life, Paul. Yeah. It's a crusted tissue. <laughs> <laughs> I have an old battered, crusty sock. You do not. I now am. that's something I wanted to bring up. Go right? on. All right. That's it. Have you actually ever, in all seriousness, wanked into a sock? Yes. Why? Because you had nothing to hand to wipe it with. Because socks are the perfect wank item. They fit around the cock. You so, double, you do. double, you double sock it. So I, you I know. can split a sock. I'll no, split a sports sock. What you f- break the fabric? Get of... a fucking huge novelty stocking. The only way you're come does get that get the largest become... sock known to man. Get Jeff Capes socks, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll no. split it. I have done it in a sock because it's. Easy to use. It rolls over the penis quite well, catches the load, and then you can put it in the laundry. 
I, I mean, that's, yeah, okay. It is a practical matter. The trick is to use more than one sock. Otherwise, but, that one sock smells so bad. So bad. Not even your cat will enter your bedroom. But um, also, some socks are made of a rougher hue. So I like it... to use a soft sock upon my cock. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you have done it. I have never done that. What do you tend to wank into? <laughs> Nothing. I just wank, and then I curry I, what, curry tin. Uh, no, come on, that's that's bad. Yeah, it is. I'm not saying you uh, wank into your listen. As you fast know, food packages. My house, my house of pickles. Yeah, has been transformed into the glittering eternal palace of ultimate bull wash cleanliness. <laughs> it's not though. <laughs> It's not, it's not, that's a lie. That's that is lie. fake news. Yeah. I, well, on my haste to get out today, to come yeah. down to Cambridge where we are recording, recording today, this, um, I spilt not one, yeah. but two items on to the floor of the House of Pickles. Do you want to know what they were? Go on. Sarsaparilla that I'd opened the other day. Jesus. And an authentic bottle of sweet chilli sauce from Thailand and it went glob 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 onto (laughs) my floor and I had to use a t-shirt to hastily mop up the sarsaparilla and very garlicky um, sweet chilli sauce I keep saying this to you when you, if you ever met a lady impromptu in a night and you, you, it was going well and she wanted to come back to yours, you can't take her back to your fucking I've got the full proof, you don't, alright you're the lady come on, we'll do it one more time, alright You're such a good DJ, Mr. Silverman. Thank you. I'm liking you very much. Don't want to see no panties. What? (laughs) Nothing. How dare you? This is off. How dare you? Start again. Right, she's gone. New one. Same voice. All right, then. (laughs) (laughs) All right, love. All right, okay. Another voice. Uh, All right, there. Um, I really like the music he played tonight. I'm just wondering if I can buy you a drink. Uh, Sure. I'll have a... Whiskey or something. All right, I'll get you a whiskey. Right, um, okay, yeah. okay. Goes well, away. Oh, brilliant. Half an hour at the bar, coming back. All right, so it took so long, mate, but there's your whiskey for you. Thank right. you. Now, um, I've, drink, I've drunk that. It was nice, wasn't it? Yeah, right. I'm a little bit drunk as well. I'm getting some... <laughs> God, oh my... I've gone off you now. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> You've already gone You've off You've burped me. in my face. This isn't very realistic, Paul. You've it's very realistic. You haven't got anywhere close to the fucking house of pickles All right, yet. how do you chat me up? You see me and All I'm chatting right. with you. All right. Um, All so, right. that Earth, Wind and Fire song, where did you pick that up from? I got it from a record shop. No. Yeah, it was only a couple of quid. No. It's a good one, that, isn't it? It's, a, it's one of my favourites. So, listen. Uh, yeah? My name's Kate. Kate. Told you that already. It's a lovely name. It's a lo- I like it. It's my mum's name as well. I like uh, what you're wearing. Do you like what I'm wearing? I just said I did. I've got yeah, it's all pushed up. It's not what usually what I wear, but I thought I'd go a little bit crazy tonight. Because why? I've, I've listened to your voice on the podcast, and I really wanted to be with. All you right, tonight. do you want to come back to mine then? Oh, I mean, just let's not beat about the bush, so to speak. Pun intended. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've gone <laughs> off you again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to come back to mine? Yeah, I can get back to there yours. There is one thing, Kate. Yeah? My room is an absolute shithole. <laughs> uh, and has various chutneys and pickles in jars spread around. Oh, that's... Is that going to be okay? It's not going to be great, though. I well, th- fuck you, then. Fuck, oh. Fuck off. Get out of the DJ booth. I'm not... I'm... All right. You are in the DJ booth, and it makes me uncomfortable. Dear Twitter, Eli Silverman is a sex beast. I'm not... I didn't... I just said... I. What? And he's a disgusting monster. And he called me a slag. I did not. And I don't think you should ever trust him again. Dear Twitter, Eli Silverman is a perv. 
Well, that went well. Yeah, it did go well, didn't So we're going to talk about sex lives, Paul. Yeah, so tell me about the first time you ever had sex. How old were you? Uh, 32. 13? 13? Don't be shocked. I got experience. <laughs> <laughs> was it a teacher? It was in a toilet. Oh, mate, this gets better. You were 13 in a toilet. Where? In Austria. I was on a skiing trip. Oh, this is where it gets all fucking middle class again well, now. I was on a skiing trip. Right. We went on skiing trips okay. to school. And it was my first girlfriend. Yeah. Officially. How old was she? She was a similar age. 13. Yeah. But she, she was, was being a bit evasive there, so I was trying to wonder if it was like you were saying 11 or something. No, she was in the same year at me. Okay. as me at school. So did you even know what sex was, though? I fucking believe me, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was desperate. How were you desperate at 13? I went through puberty when I was nine. So when did you get your first pubes? At nine. Fuck me. Yeah. You did sprout early. I mean, we all just gone uh, got, uh, got early, uh, early you, sprouted. Early spurted, yeah. Early spurt. Okay, so obviously you don't have to name her for the show. I appreciate that and I respect no. her privacy. But you were, she came along to you to Austria. We all were. Quite a few of us were on the school trip. Oh, it was a school trip. That's what I mean. It was a school skiing trip. Very middle class. Yes, yes. Yeah. I, I, Do you know where my school trip was? Alton Towers. Yeah. Well, we, we, we went watched there as well. the movie Ghost on the coach down. Nice. No. We watched uh, Pritzy's Honour. That's a very weird choice. That? Yeah, very yeah, strange. Um, Quite a good film. Is that the one with John Jack Nicholson? Has got, yes. Jack Nicholson and Angelica Houston. Yeah, and it was yeah. directed and by Hitman. John. Yeah. yeah, and directed by John Houston, yeah. Yes, they're mobbed. They're yeah, mobbed yeah, yeah. up. That's what I love. Fucking hell, what a reach. Anyway, good school film. trip. Yeah. Um, and so we'd been going out. How long? Uh, I think a good part of a year already. Okay. We uh, Since you were 12. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. We were all ready. Everyone there. Was, hey, look. Whatever. Listen, don't don't judge me. Okay? I'm, I'm judging. And um, we'd already been... Uh, flirty, flirty. Well... Kissy, yeah. kissy, touchy, touchy. Yes. There'd been a, quite a lot of frottage and... Uh, Hand movements in the pants in, and, and finger movements in the crotch. And so it was time to take it up a notch. Because we're in a hostel... There's only one real place where you can have some privacy. Love, love changes everything. So, yes, I'm sorry to say that my first full intercourse was in a toilet. So, so what? You just snuck off and thought, no one's in here. Yeah, it was just like a one, just one, there was one... One cubicle thing. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't a cubicle, it was like a separate room that was just that. Okay. Yeah. And we did it. Yeah. And then we finished. How long did it take? I can't remember it. It could have been long, it. though. Really, it couldn't have been long. If you were 13, I ready probably to went go. off like a firecracker. Didn't <laughs> you were I? probably yeah. like an explosive. But anyway, it was uh, consensual, let me just add. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd like <laughs> and, to think uh, so. Yeah, and then that was it. And uh, But later on in that holiday, I got thrush. And uh, my thrush? Nuts, yes. My nuts yeah. went all hard and crispy. Have you ever had it? No. And. It's literally like it gets all hard and sorry, but can you imagine? Like it's hard. The skin's hardened like a chap lip. But so, <laughs> so if you actually try and sort of Touch manipulate it, it breaks. The, no, it doesn't. Oh. It doesn't flake. It breaks it's open. Bre- like like hardened skin breaks open. And Does that it, suggest that maybe your girl at the time? Had no, been... I don't think it was her. I think I got it off somewhere else. Thrush is one of those STDs that you get. You can get from a toilet seat or something. Is it? Yes. Is it? And I used and my balls itched so badly. Did I she think get it was thrush? a different trip? Actually, did she get 
No, thrush. it was a different trip. Okay. It was a different trip. On a different trip, I did get thrush, and it, it itched to the extent where you'd have to stop what you were doing and surreptitiously rub your groin against things, oh. which is hard to do in a surreptitious way. You can't it looks do like it. you're some kind of sex pervert. Yeah. But in fact, you've just got the baddest itch in your nuts, and it just needs... It's that kind of itch which you can't, you can't ignore. You can't, or, you can't ignore it. No, you can't. You've got to scratch. And then, because it's your genitals, you might start scratching, but then you start might thinking, ooh, I'll get an erection. And then your balls split open. Oh, <laughs> God almighty. Well, you wanted to do a sex episode. Yeah, well, I didn't know about your splitting when, when, ball when, when sack. When was your fucking first sexual experience? Oh, it was in a meadow, and it was all lovely. And oh, she came so hard that her tits squirted milk into the air. Oh, that's like disgusting. <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> She was my, already preggers. My first time, <laughs> my first time <sighs> was when I was 19. Okay. And I'd been dating the woman who eventually became my wife at university at that time. And it was one of those swings oh, where... she was your first? Yeah, she was my first. And listener, I married her, is what you could Pretty say. Pretty much, yeah. Did, yeah. So I met her at university and for a year... Uh, not for a year, maybe like six months. My we story very... sounds really nasty. Yeah, it is. It's sad. <laughs> but it's par for the course for your grotty little life. Fuck off. So. I open up and then you pounce. You pounce on the, on the fucking split in my nuts from the fucking brush. <laughs> and you put yeah. salt in my nut wound. Yeah, I do. You put salt in my nut split. You didn't have to bring that up. You could just okay. say, so I had sex with her in the toilet. You were at uni. Yeah, I was at uni, and it was one of those weird things where everyone knew in our circle of friends that we were going to have sex that night, apart from me. Because I've always been a bit kind of, I don't say ignorant, but just kind of naive to, like, come-ons from women. Okay. And so I remember... You were reading the signs. So we were but you already were going out with her. Going out with you her for a while. You were an item. And there was lots of, you know... Mutual masturbation and touching and fondling, but there's never been God. actually anything when penetrative. When you call it mutual masturbation, it just sounds nasty, doesn't it? doesn't it? sound... It's beautiful. Mutual masturbation. It's one-on-one plus love. <laughs> right. Anyway, so there have been lots of that, but it, it felt like everyone... How did knew... everyone know that you were going to have sex? Well, this sex? is the thing I don't she know. She told him. No, gonna, it was just... I'm going to just... bump in. I'm going to ride his bone. I think it was more like... It's, I'm going to the rodeo in Dicktown tonight with Paul. I'm going to ride the roller coaster of Dick's nuts. Anyone who knows me, especially that age, knew it was not going to be anywhere near a rodeo. It was going to be more of a kind of bounce on a shitty bounty castle at <laughs> fucking Pontins. It was more you like know. a donkey ride. It was more of a donkey derby. Yeah, so <laughs> the, the, what I imagine is our friends had wondered why we hadn't had sex yet. And so it was kind of conspired that my male friends and her male friends would split us apart, both get us a little bit drunk and... Get well, they literally going. they manipulated you into boning. Yeah, because I remember my mate nice. at the time taking me to the student union bar and going, "Here's a drink, buying me a drink, buying me a swift." You know what I mean? Like kind of lubing me up in terms of like the social lubrication thing. Yeah. Did they actually lube your nuts as well, just in case? Yes, my best friend Jem oiled my cock end up with just, nice palm olive fucking. He oil. got a big fucking thing of stalk margarine, and whacked it on my cock shaft, just splam out. Yeah, it's like. Go on, ready, Paul. Ready to Here fuck. you go. You're ready to fuck your girlfriend. That's exactly what happened. And then they took the blindfold off and pushed me into a room. No, it was more that we had a lovely evening out. And then eventually we went back to her dorm, right? In the toilet. Just... No, it wasn't. It was in her dorm room. It was really nice. I bought a lava lamp to set the mood. So you, I remember we you brought la- one or you I purchased a lava lamp. Where did you buy a lava lamp? There was a place called Stars in Aberystwyth where oh, I went to yes, university. Oh, yes, where you were. Yeah. It was a very hippie kind of shop where you could buy 
ear cuffs for your ears, you know, and things like that. And, and, uh, and lava lamps and glow in the papers. dark. And jogsticks. And that. Yeah. it's one of those kind of shops, you know. So I bought a lava lamp thinking, oh, uh, and then I plugged it in. It was all romantic. I say romantic, but... In your case, they weren't jogsticks, were they? They were Josh-off sticks. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. It's just so good. Oh, you know what? Thank you for listening to Cheap Show. Follow us on social media. No, shut up. All right, all right. So you're in the... So we're in a room, and it was kissy-kissy, and then it was time for condom on. Now, what she liked to do was, what I thought was quite romantic at the time, was she put the condom in her mouth, and then would go down on me and roll the I mean, condom over. I have to say, con- Paul, that's, uh, that's a good... It's it, a good sign. It's a solid move. Yeah. Now, we both, at the time, were like our first time together. She was also uh, yes, and hadn't uh, had hadn't had sex. Neither had I. And can I know. just say, in my case, that was the case as well. Yes, yeah, good. I'm glad. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, and I remember sex being fine, brief, because you know all that emotion. You're, you're gonna you three chump, three pump chump, three in pump it. chump in it. It was more like a five and a half pump sob. Um, <laughs> but actually, uh, we fucked for a, a little while. And I obviously came quite quickly, and I don't think she got much out of it. And I pulled out, and oh, no, no, the condom came off, and it was was in the there. Uh, the wrinkled end sticking for like a little hanging bit. out. Well, and then I you're had, okay, and I it? had to fish it, but it all it's kind of romantic. But, no, it? and then I it got it caught, and then I said, pulled it out. It kind of squeezed in my hand and came off, and so there was spunk all over my hand and all over her vagina. Right, it wasn't very. And I pulled it out. And then, wow, you really and did then, go to town. On and this. then I said, "I'm so sorry," and I cried. <laughs> I cried for because like because you were, you thought you maybe had been her pregnant. pregnant yeah. yeah, and I cried for a little bit, and she went, "Don't worry, it's fine." And then she told me that actually I was not her first. She had had a few beforehand. Oh, she really? told me that to. Make Why is that going to make you feel better? I don't know, but she did. did. Did it make you feel better? At the time, it kind of took the pressure off a little bit to kind of uh, feel like you I felt didn't. like okay. yeah. And so that I'd be a bit like you lied to me about your sexual history. No, you, I then was, you married her after she lied to you. Was yes, it was. It was. It was, a, it was a good white lie, wasn't it? Because she turned, okay. It's a kind lie. Tried it's to, a kind lie. It makes it more yeah. special for you because you think it's special for yeah. her. And um, <sighs> yeah, and it wasn't the best first time. But well, I think what is? I mean, you've got no, to, you've exactly. Got to start somewhere, Paul. You've got to start somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Imagine how much you, you enjoy taking a shit nowadays, right? This is quite the segue, but go on. <laughs> but imagine your first shit. Yeah. As an extremely small baby. Yeah. You can't. I can't. You can't remember that. I it was don't. It terrible. It just fell out your ass. It just well, there was no in my nappy of, naps. Yeah, there was no sort of pleasure associated with it. No. So shit, it gets better. Cause you think, so oh, you're now associating my first time with having a baby dump. Is that what you're basically I saying right why. now? I don't know why. I don't know where I don't know, I don't, That was not the best reach. So that was my first time. And listener, it got better. Yeah, well, you'd hope so. That sounded like a fucking nightmare. I just remember sex being fine. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, God, the thing's come off. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. I fuck loads of guys. <laughs> it's all right, Paul. I was lying. That was That's how it went. I can't think of it much worse. Except it being in a toilet would probably make it worse. Yeah, at the age of 13. At least I was, you know, emotionally mature enough to know what I was getting into and not just spurred on by my fucking immature loins. Oh, my loins were, were the were the big brain. Was she on, fit? Yeah. Nice body. Fuck me. Was yeah. she developed? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. She was actually. Uh, oh, God, I can't believe I'm doing this. But anyway, uh, <laughs> Japanese. 
lady. Ooh. So, mm. uh, I've got a thing for Japanese ladies. Well, petite ladies, underage girls. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're getting at? No. Eli Silverman is a paedophile. <laughs> I am not. You are. You have a fantasy. I want to see some. I do not. You do. You just admitted it. You like. I you did just not. said, I like underage girls. I did not you say that. You just said it. You fucking hound. Paul. Yeah. I didn't say that. You know I didn't say that. I, well, okay, what I was trying to admit, yeah, yeah, before you jump on the fucking pedo accusion, accusion, that's not ladder, the pedo accusion ladder, the pedo ladder, yeah, before you on. wank up to the pedo accusion ladder, yeah. I've actually stopped speaking English now, <laughs> but no, all I said is my first girlfriend was, was Japanese, with, was a Japanese woman, so obviously you like petite ladies, I like Japanese. Oh, nationals. <laughs> That's good to know. Well, uh, so if you're a Japanese lady <laughs> and you're listening and you're desperate, <laughs> please, up. by all means, get in touch with us on Don't the get Cheap in touch Show. With me. The Cheap Show at gmail.com and we will put you in touch with Eli where he will have a grumble wank <laughs> over your email. <laughs> and um, then forget about it. And then forget about it. All right, okay. So with that in mind, is that a kink for you? Is that your kink? Is that what turns you on? It's one of them, yes. Yeah, what is another one? Being uh, from that part of the world. Not, they're not necessarily Japanese. It's fine. Asian. Yeah, you like Asian ladies. I do. And that's sorry, fine. I that's, do. Hey, that's fine. Is it? I'm not judging. I also like them when they have boyish haircuts. That's more interesting. I do. Do you like me? No. I do not like you. Why like not? that, Paul. No. I never well, ha- I've never even thought. Never? No. I had a dream about you once. Did you? Where we had sex. Really? Yeah, I did. Oh, Paul. I had a dream once. This is a long time ago where... You stopped me from leaving a bar and you put your hand up against the wall and you went, you're not getting out of here until I did you kiss not. me. You did. <laughs> and I remember thinking, this is wrong, but so right. Perhaps it was symbolic of our future. Um, and I took you off. Entanglement. And you got it this, all over this... my t-shirt, which oh, is my Nintendo okay. t-shirt. Not Again, this is a dream that Paul is describing. This is a dream. And it's not real. I want it to be real. I know you do. <laughs> I know. I want to tug you off. This is what the subtext of the whole of the whole of this episode is basically coming down to, isn't it, Paul? Your unrequited, love, but quite strong sexual desire for me. I just think we'd have fun. We would not have fun. It would be the it end would of be the, the podcast. Last, it would be the last end of the podcast. It'd be the end of our. But that's our big finale. <laughs> that's how we end this show. What, live stream it. Yeah. All right. With your face pressed up against the webcam. Yeah. Okay, so we're talking about predilections here. Yeah. Petite, yes. Yeah. That's fine. I'd say petite, yes. I personally like a curvy girl. I like a nice hourglass lady. I wouldn't say I don't like... Listen, I'm easy. Are you? Uh, listen, I'm not one of these you'll people... Get, you'll take anything you get. I'm not one of these people yeah. who has a very strictly defined... Sexual predilection. Yes. Okay. Like, I would never go... You know, for me... Paul, and yeah. in all, all honesty, it's more about personality, really. Yeah, and you yeah. have none, so you'll take whatever you can get. Oh, shut up. Okay, any ever had a gay experience? No, but I did once when I was very young. One cough an old man. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, when I was at the Rudolf Steiner school. Okay, that's your trippy, hippie, no, progressive school. No. Oh, okay. Rudolf Steiner was a theosophist. Oh. Well, I think it's something like that. Yeah, but he had a. He's one of the most prolific writers of nonfiction who ever lived. Oh, okay. He had a whole philosophy 
and system for raising children and for living your life. He just had the whole. He was. He wrote like f- five thousand monographs or something. Jesus Christ! All right. Is that what so you what call about an essay? monograph? Yeah. Yeah, but I know what you mean. But what are you getting at? What, what, what about? Just anything. How to bring up children, how to do this. Oh, like social sciences, kind of. Yeah, and philosophy and religion and all huh. of this stuff. But it, it, it added up to a whole system of education, which I was subjected to. And it, did, uh, it does attract sort of more of those hippie-ish left-wing okay. elements. But their big thing is you have the same teacher from when you're eight to ten. Right. So they think there has to be this continuity in your class teacher and you should have like a a relationship like that with someone who's teaching you almost everything, every day, yeah? Yeah. And they have these quite strict developmental stages. So, for example, in art class, you're not allowed to draw a human face until you get to eight. And then they start allowing you to draw faces. Why? So you had these weird gnomes. We'd have to draw gnomes with no faces. (laughs) That's weird. Yeah. But why? What was the logic behind <coughs> that? Because he's just like, he's like it's, you're not ready for this. And one of the things, you know, you're not ready for the representation of the human face until you get to this stage, okay. basically. Uh, which, uh, anyway. Debatable, but yeah. I used, to, I used to rebel against that by drawing demon horses, kicking dwarfs around and stuff like that. Uh, I wasn't having any of that shit. No, you were obviously quite the seven. rebel. But the other thing, they don't teach you to read and write until you are eight. Because they believe you'll learn quicker when... And that is one thing that I have to say worked extremely well for me. Interesting. I did not know how to read and write but at how did all. You get... But that must have been difficult And then they just clicked quite... in. And literally within a few months, I was you reading and proficient. writing. Yeah. So how does that relate to this whole gay thing? Well, some, an older kid gave me a piggyback and I got an erection. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was a certain... When I was eight or something. All right, fair enough. That's I, as close as I've got, Paul. Okay? I, 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 when I was in my early teens, did have a, what I would probably call now a gay relationship with a boy. Oh, yeah? That I um, liked. Uh, kissing? Yeah, it was kissing. I um, kissed his penis a lot as well. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I How did. old were you? 13, 14. Okay, so you, you're sort of bisexual then. I, you know what it is? It's like, I really can be turned on by men at times. But ultimately, I don't find men attractive, if that makes sense. So it's like, there are certain characteristics about men I find attractive. But there are, there are things about women that are just more attractive to me. So well, they I've, say it's a spectrum. So you're, you're right over on the, uh, yeah, yeah, on yeah. the straight side. I wouldn't but... say I was bi. All I would say is I appreciate men sexually. I just have never been, I've never had the want to be with a man sexually since then since then I kind of it was like one of those things that I had my first sexual experience with a boy see I never knew this I know that's why I'm, that's this what is, I'm getting it all out this now. is cheap show electric blue. I had my first orgasm with a boy when really? I was 14 yeah 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 because at that time you didn't really ejaculate you just had the sensation of an orgasm and there was nothing that came through with it <laughs> so I remember we were grinding and I had the orgasm sensation, ah. but didn't realise that that was what that was at that well, time. I have to say, Paul, this is explaining a lot. I am <laughs> rock hard right now. <laughs> so, oh, but God. I do remember from that thinking, as much as I enjoyed this, I do want to be with women more. Well, there is a ver- there is a lot of pressure from the society at large not to be gay, isn't there? This, well, this is so ridiculous. it would have to be something quite strong. For, for I, you to overcome it. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't to, like, like I overcome it. it. It was just that I kind of thought, it's, it, it's a bad analogy, but I remember being in a musical in, in Liverpool and I remember wanting oh, yeah. to be an actor so much. Music theatre. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, was, I was part of a, mus- a musical when I was 16 and I remember thinking, I want to be an actor, but that experience put me off being an actor. 
but I still like acting, if that makes yes, sense. Yes, but why did it put you off being an actor? But what, what cause the experience and the actors themselves were kind of annoying and, and the process. Yeah. And I didn't like them. So I think I associate that with kind of my sexuality and that I kind of think, although I find men sexy sometimes and I can be turned on by men, it's not where I want to be because I don't find it fulfilling. Whereas with women, I'm all over that shit. Okay. But if a man came up to me and was like, I'm attracted to you and I was attracted to him and whatever, the, the, those circumstances came together, I would definitely nosh that fucker Okay, off. I didn't know. I thought you were just playing around. It's making me feel a bit sort of... Uh... Are you uncomfortable? Yes. So what? no, there will be no. no there don't will worry. be. You're no. not my type because you're graphically ugly. I'm not graphic. <laughs> you, are, you are. You are graphically ugly. But anyway, as a result, I kind of discovered then that yeah, that was fine. It's a part of my understanding and growth growing up. But I think ultimately, I'm team lady. Okay, good. Well, this comedy, a comedy, comedy, a comedy. Doesn't have to be comedy. What is me having sex? Is comedy. Is it? Yes. Uh, well, a lot of people would probably agree with you on that. So do you want to talk about when I first fucking came? Yeah. I was in the bath at boarding school. Yeah. yeah. Great story. <laughs> what a great story. Well, that was just... it. I remember my first and wank I when I came. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, go on. When was it? Uh, in boarding school. I was in a bath. Yeah. And I thought, ooh, 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 God, what's that white stuff coming out the end of my dick? Oh, that must be spunk. Spunk. That I must had, be spunk. I did that with my <laughs> with my Star Wars figures. I came because I was playing with Le- Princess Leia action figure. <laughs> Man. <laughs> and she did something sexy. And I remember... What do you mean she did something I, sexy? I made her do something you sexy. You made Leia bend over, you fucking defiler. I may have wrapped up the Princess Leia in my underpants, rubbed it against my cock and came. I, this, now, this is gold. <laughs> <laughs> this is gold. My disappointment was that I wish it had been Janine from Ghostbusters. But, you know, you, I, I can't remember how old I was. 14, 15, whatever did, Were there Janine figures? They yeah, were, there were Janine figures yeah. of Ghostbusters. Not very good ones, but there were Janine figures of Ghostbusters, yeah. Mm. So that, I remember that. And then what it's, else? It's... I'll give you my predilection. I get really... T- so when it comes to porn, oh, God. I don't like watching a lot of graphic bang, 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 you know, all that stuff. I thought it was interest me. I like the art of the striptease. That turns me on. You off. like a striptease? Yeah. Mm. For me, it's like porn gets less interesting when it's just people sticking things in other people. Yeah. But with me, it's all about the tease, the, the lure, the, 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 the game of the tease. That's the thing. A lot of people say that, Paul, but there must be... Uh, a reason why the majority of porn that men watch yeah. is just that kind of like, you know, anatomical sort of close up, you know. Because it's weird, because when you think about porn in its essence, it is like a very graphic, unromantic process. But I wonder if part of that is the role play of the fact that you can't be with that woman that attracts you to the, the, the porn itself. Have you ever been in a situation where you and a bunch of boys have watched porn at the same time in a room? I don't like it. I've been in that situation. I would not do that, generally. I, I, remember I would not choose to do that. This is what I don't understand about the whole dynamic of strip clubs or live sex shows or like, oh, the lads, let's go watch some woman with a twat out. That doesn't appeal to me either. I'm like, I've got, I want to wank now, but I'm with like g- some people. And on my not, stag you know, night. I don't know. It's on my stag night, I, I went to a strip club. And it was the most unsexy experience of my life because as, as pretty as the ladies were, as lovely as they were, it was like getting a lap dance from a parrot to the parrot Caribbean automaton. Yes. I mean, because yeah. it's like, I am being sexy. That- and they would do this weird thing where this girl came up to me in a corset and a bra and, you know, took a few things off. And then she let in and just went in my ear. Oh, uh, the blowing. And I was like, That's- fuck off. 
They it, do that to... Uh... But I don't get that, because I found that. I don't like that. No. I used to lick eyeballs. <laughs> that, it's got something quite intimate about licking someone's eyeball. In sex? Yeah. You licked a girl's eyeball during as, sex? Not during, but as a sort of, you know, part Turn of the play. Yeah. And did she not think that was fucking weird? She, I think she liked it. Like the actual eyeball? Yes. It's very intimate, isn't it? I, that's a completely new one to me. Well... I thought I'd heard everything. Yeah, so did I. Bloody hell. I'm, uh, I'm still reeling. So um, with that in mind, is there anything else you want to talk about sex-wise? Well, I just wanted to say, Paul, Yeah. in all honesty... Yeah. Are you upset with this podcast? <laughs> I am a bit upset. You know, it's, you know, it's, not, it's not just... Yeah, I don't what? I think you can't really enjoy sex until you until you know what you like and you don't like. And I think there are a certain amount of things that you can try and you try out and you hope for the best. And there are certain things that you learn from and you go, oh, I'm not going to do that again. Like anal. When I first had sex with a lady and did her up the bum, I was like, this. she enjoyed it, but I was singing the whole time, ow, 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 uh. <laughs> My cat's trying to get in. <laughs> the cat wants in. Riley wants in on this. Riley's not getting in on this. He can scratch well, all he likes. That's something we haven't discussed. When I don't want a fucking animal. No, neither do I. I mean, I've had sex with women that look like animals, I'm sure. But I'm uh, sure they would say the same for me. So, there you go. Oh, I'm glad we did this episode. I'm glad we did this episode, too. I'm glad we got that off our chests. Yeah, on her chest. Oh. <laughs> oh. What's the weirdest thing that a woman's ever asked you to do sexually? Because, um. you know, a friend of ours does impressions. Apparently he was with a girl once and she said, do your impressions. Can you do an impression of Bruce Forsyth during sex? Yeah. Is that true? As far as he said. And I can't imagine being inside a lady and going, good game. Manfia. Hi, Hi, Come from the audience. <laughs> right. Anfia. Anfia. Right. Anything else? No, that's it. We'll end this section and move Please, on to the can next. Please take the really bad bits out. What? That's all of it. Oh, God. So it's cheap show and it's sex. Ooh, but I think it's important that we keep the remit to cheap things in in, in the show. Uh, don't do that face. Fuck me. Uh, don't. I don't want to see that. Oh, don't. Don't want to see that either. Oh, I went to Poundland because last year Poundland oh, decided fuck to me. fucking hell. All right, I'm just making it themed. Is that sexy? Is that sexy? You look like a cartoon rat eating cheese. Oh, that's what my sex face looks like. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Well, what have we got here, Paul? So I went to Poundland because last year Poundland decided to Poundland, a, as like... in pounding. <laughs> so I went to Poundland because last year they released a, a chain of sex toys. And, On a and... chain? Like a, like a charm? Fuck me! Seriously? <laughs> Every sentence. Every sentence. If you make mistakes... I went to Poundland because Poundland have released a bunch of sex toys Yay! that you can buy there for a quid each. So I bought a few of them. So this is a brand called Nookie. It's it's Poundland's own brand of sex stuff. Okay. And these are blue pills for men. They are called food supplements. And it says drive hard and push your potential to the max. Take two of these energy enhancing pills 40 minutes before playtime and stay strong and enjoy longer. And basically the ingredients are just caffeine. What does it have in? Well... 
Garana. How to use. On an empty stomach, take two supplement capsules 40 minutes before desired effect. Suggest those two capsules do not exceed two capsules in any 12-hour period. What a load of shit. Caffeine. Uh, it's got extracts. and. Let me see. Have Let me look. read it. Have a little look. Now, ingredients. Garana. Ooh, that's something I can't describe. Yeah. Ginger root. It's got ginger root. Fenugreek. I don't even know what all that stuff is. I really don't. View products. I'm going to the website right now because I think there's a, a better suggestion there. Okay, so it's got ingredients. Guarana. A natural stimulant. Say Guarana. Guarana. Thank you. A natural stimulant from the Amazon rainforest that yeah, helps I boost used to do general a lot of that. energy and vitality. I used vitality. to do a lot of that, Paul. Uh, I used to buy it powdered and pour it into pints of Guinness when I was What does DJ. that do? It's like coffee. So it just keeps you... It's like mixing Red Bull with vodka. It's yeah, that kind of... Similar. Okay. So it's got L... Arginine, an amino acid that changes into nitric oxide inside the body, helps relax the blood vessels and improve circulation. It's got ginger root, caffeine, Korean ginseng. This herb is an adaptogen, which can have a positive impact on the physical fatigue and anxiety. It, uh, uh, and anxiety. Yeah. So it has a history of use as a male sexual stimulant. Yes. Cayenne. 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 Uh, pepper <laughs> extract. That's just chili pepper. Yeah. Yeah. Fenugreek, a plant again, known. another herb used in cooking. Saw palmetto and coca, again, food. Yeah. So it seems like it's a it's, it's food. It's meant to be branded as Viagra, Viagra which is not Viagra. Actually, has a distinct and look. It's just too little. It's it's a little pill. I'd surmise to yeah. say, yeah, that's a load of shit. Do you know there's only have a cup f- of coffee? I think it's only fair. I try it. I'll try one. I need to take two though. Do you want to take, take two? Do you want to try one? No. Yeah. No. Okay. I'm going to try these. I've got so. my own uh, energy drink here, Lipo Vita. I mean, it probably does the same thing, right? No, it does do the same thing. So I'm going to try these, and I'm going to I'm going to try I'm going to eat them right now. And then now. what? And when then what's going to happen? Fuck you! <laughs> no. So I'm going to have a go at it. All right. Go on. Oh God. God Almighty. What? Sniff it. Ooh. That's the. Um, Ginseng has got a quite yeah. distinct odour, yeah. So they're not like, uh, they're not pure placebo. Ugh, I, I've taken them. That will, and in 40 minutes time, you'll be awake. I will be firm. And it will not firm you up. Nothing in that is actually going to give it's you not, a long... It's not, is it? It's, no. it's, it suggests it's, it's like a, a Viagra supplement, but it's not. It is not. Because you simply, would not buy Viagra for a quid. No. <laughs> and you wouldn't want to. You would not want to buy Viagra for a quid. And also you need to have a, you know, a checkup on your heart if you actually get real Viagra. Oh, I should have read the warning on this first. No, you're fine. You don't have heart problems, do you? I hope not. No, Blood you're fine. pressure, you're fine. Sleep problems should be fine. Listen, they're not going to sell anything that's actually very dangerous in a shop for a quiz. True. Well, I've taken them, and we'll see what happens. Nothing will happen. Later on in the episode. Nothing will happen. When I pound you like a fucking boxer. Right, right. Let what's next in the nookie line. Well, that was very poor. We'll soon find out. Anyone Maybe who not... took that, hoping it would improve their performance, would be sorely disappointed. Well, I hope it. I hope it improves my performance. What are you going to do? Have a wank? I'm going to have to. <laughs> anyway, the next one. I don't one... think I'll ever wank again after hearing about your <laughs> sex life. <laughs> the next one is a nookie product. It's called a finger fun stimulator. Now, this is for ladies because it comes can in I a pink box. This? Of course, you can. Have a look at you. Right. Open it up and you describe what you see. Okay, so it's got a, what looks like a a uh, hairy pickle. <laughs> That's a very good description. A, a see-through of it. hairy pickle on the cover. Uh, let's see. It's a finger fun stimulator. So it's not for finger fun though. It's for fanny fun. Isn't it, it is for fun. fanny fun. 
I think it's for fanny or bumhole fun. Probably fanny fun though. Well, let's be can't honest. I have fun in my bumhole? <laughs> you can't. I won't allow it. You won't allow me to have fun in my bumhole. No. Now, it comes in. Uh, it's sealed, and it's pink. It's very pretty. Which is the colour of love. It's making. the colour of love. Pink is the universal colour of wet slopping fannies. It is. And I'm just going to have to use my teeth. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> to get in there. To get in it. Yeah. There we go. Uh, and I'm bringing it out. It probably just smells like plastic, right? This is a finger-sized sheaf. Yeah. And I've... My, well... You're just going to have to put your little pinky in that. It's not... I'm guessing Does it stretch? It stretch. Yeah, if you stretch it, you can get it right on. It's <laughs> not the truth. It's like a finger condom with stimulating buds. Now, look, the back of your hand, Paul, is back when you of your feel... Hand. How's that feel? It just feels like you're rubbing me with a rubber comb. Come on. Imagine you've got a clit on the back of your hand. Oh, I'm so turned on. Now... It doesn't, it doesn't feel like anything. That would, but on your sensitive part, that would... Uh... Maybe, but you were, you were a bit rough of me. <laughs> You were a bit rough with me. Listen, take a photo of my finger with the thing in it. All right, it. I'll take a photo of your finger with your finger in. Right, it's my okay. finger fun for later. Just show, I want to have a touch of it. Show me your fairy finger th- thing. Yeah. Have a look at Stick it. Stick your fairy finger in that. It's fine, I can do it. Oh, it's That would work as a, as a stimulant. As a stimulator. I mean, it may be, but... Oh, hang on, it's trapped. I've got it stuck. But the point is, oh. you know, a lot of these things are to do with context. So if your lady friend or, or boyfriend... You might want to lube it. You'd lube it, but why would anyone want you if they knew you spent a quid on some kind of piece of shit? Well, it is just a big... It's like a, it's like a finger of a glove, of a rubber glove with, with nibbles on, nibble yeah. nobbles on. Nibble nobbles. And it's like, I, I don't... Now, I, I have to report, he's put it into... He's rubbing... He's simulating <laughs> masturbation now. cock a doodle doo cock a doodle doo Paul. What's next in the nookie range? Oh, oh. This is tiresome in the extreme. Oh, I don't know. It might work. It would work, but it's... Do you think? You know, I mean, the thing is, we can't test it on anything. Next time we do this... Yeah, we have to get a woman in. And say, can we... Prostitute. Well... Prostitute. I don't think we should. Prostitute. I don't think we should do that. Prostitute. I think this is the last this... time we touch sex with a massive barge pole. <laughs> yes. I think we do it again. But, I mean, look, it's... It's fine for what it is. It's fine for what it is. For maybe a quid, a bit it's of lube. not too bad, is it? No, for, exactly. it probably does what it does. And if you if you're careful with it, and you go, cutie, 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 cool, you. Why do you need it though? If you, you know what I mean. I mean, you it's not going to add that much. No, I, I think if anything, it gets in the way because it's yeah. like, oh, hello, darling, you're all right. Let, Let me, me just, just put my finger fellatio on. Let me just awkwardly stick my finger in this plastic hollow. That's going to ruin the vibe. Tube, and get it right in, and then slap some fucking uh, lube you know, on it, and then stick it up your chuff. In my, Right, anyway, what's that's... next? That was the finger fun simulator. The next one. You're going to like this. It is the Nookie Joy Ring. Ah, now see, this is... Thick, strong and stretchy. This Joy Ring will bring smiles to you if you want to stay harder for longer. Yes. For a supercharged session, lube up, slip on the ring session. and you'll feel like a... <laughs> shut up. And you'll feel like a king. Session. So open this one up. This is a cock ring. This is a classic item. It is what it is. It is a little... And it keeps the blood, it keeps the blood in the cock. Is this what it does? That's what they do, yeah. Doesn't mean it, does it... I just don't understand, though, how it makes you last longer. That's what, it, that's what the selling point is. You put it on, and you last longer. Well, no. You stay erect for longer, I think, is what actually... Um... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open it up and have a look. So, 
I think a cock ring, that's how it must work. I mean, how else does it... That is a sturdy... That is a sturdy <laughs> ring. It's a sturdy cock ring. Plastic, high-density plastic. Ooh. Oh, oh God, it's it went right over your wrist. It's right over. <laughs> so it's obviously can work. If you're a bigger girth man, big, gentlemen. If you've got a large gauge. Yes. Uh, <laughs> ah, it's now it's cutting the circulation this, off to your hand. the circulation off my hand. Right. It's actually hurting, Paul, quite well, badly. Take it off your fucking I'm wrist trying. then, you idiot. I have to put the mic down. Well, go do you're it. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. You, you're stupid. No, you're stupid. Because you put a cock ring over your hand. Ah, right. right, let's have it's a off. look. You're getting excited. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, you are. It's a piece of rubbish shit. It is just a plastic O-ring Well, for a gasket of a fucking plumber's no, pipe No, I think they probably manufactured that for the dick. It's probably non... Shall I get hard and put this on? No, please. Shall I firm up? Please do not. I can do it. No, I don't want Let you to. Let me just have a go. No, please do not have a go. Let me have a whack at it. No, do Come not on. have... Oh, God, I knew this episode would be bad, but... <laughs> Come on. Happy birthday to <laughs> me. I'm having an energy drink. Happy birthday to me. Oh, God. Lipo Vitan, everyone. Okay. It used to be available in a fizzy form. They, uh, I'm fizzing. To... I can't get hard right now. Of course you can't get hard right now. I'm going to try this, though. The next time I get erect, I'm going to okay. try it on. See, what I think it does, it just keeps... It, like, it puts a tourniquet on your dick. Yeah, but I don't know how that will prevent you from coming. I That's think the it... thing. For a supercharged session, lube up, slip on the ring, and you'll feel like a king. It's going to be hard to test out. It just it what it does. It keeps the blood in there, so it will keep you hard after you've ejaculated. This That's product, what I'm assuming. But then, so you what? You can pound away after you've and, come. Uh, you know, let her have her pleasure. If you why <laughs> why why <laughs> if you if, if you happen to come before she's. I, uh, I like to make sure the lady enjoys herself first, and then I follow oh, suit. Oh, what a fucking lover, man! You are poor. Oh, wow, I'm sorry. What do you do? Are you a fucking three? I spunk on the wall and tell. <laughs> on the wall and then what and, and then, cry and then I cry yeah alright is that what it's come to yes do not use the I ring I cry wank do not use the ring for more than 30 minutes at a time well that's no good is it if any pain or discomfort remove the ring immediately users of this ring Hello? do so it... at their own risk yeah because your dick can swell up like an aubergine the manufacturer does not assume liability for any misuse of the product you could break your dick constriction rings do not prevent pregnancy of course they fucking don't. <laughs> what do you think? You're going to choke your dick so you don't well, spunk. I suppose, I suppose that's what it does. I think maybe it does make you last longer as well because it, it constricts the actual spunk tube. That is, that is very it? scientific. That's interesting. Doesn't it? Throw away after use. Use a water-based no. lubricant. I want to keep it. Don't try and hurt me with it. Ow. Ow. <laughs> I lost it. I yeah. lost See, I defended myself with the mic and it bounced off the mic. Oh, he's had it in his mouth. Uh, it had a hair on it from a cat. Uh. <laughs> Finally, on the show today. What's this? Is this vibrate? Do any of them vibrate? Vibrating love ring. Oh, here we here go. Here we go. Lube up with Is this Is this a quid as well? Yes, yeah, a quid. Well, look, Lube. if you got that for a quid and you got that for a quid, you'd be disappointed, wouldn't you? Yeah, because you'd want to you pay want for the, the vibration. Love ring, wouldn't you? Everyone likes a little bit of vibration. Lube up this flexible vibrating love ring. Give it a stretch to slip it on. Press play and you'll be maxed out on up to 30 minutes of vibrating pleasure. Warning, blah, 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 may shrink your testicles. Let's have a little look at this. The problem is you've got a battery that's got lots of acid in the battery, doesn't it? Well, I mean, imagine, you it's know. It's got, oh, let's see. Let's have a look. Oh, oh, look at that. You stick your cock in there. You stick your cock in it and then I imagine you put the vibrating bit at the base 
and it goes dibble 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 bass bass I don't know you press it somewhere I can't find where you press it doesn't say on the pack oh no there's a switch oh is there little switch on the side oh you can hear that that is going put it on your nose tip of your nose is how you test these things yeah Oh. oh, I'm getting a shiver. Yeah? Are they multiplying? It's me want to sneeze. Yeah? Ooh. Oh. You're getting turned on? I'm not getting turned Why on. Why not? Though. Because this is not sexy. Why is it not sexy? These are nasty, cheap little bits <laughs> of plastic. Oh, have a look. Oh. Oh, it's got a little switch on it. Yeah, I took this, we've said, covered that ground. Like the earring. <laughs> it's got a little earring. Is this a podcast? Yes, I've done that as well. I did that. Anything else? That's literally it. I'm going to try this later, though, and report in at a later date if this is up to 30 minutes of sex magic. Well, you put it on, and then it simulates her clitorals. I mean, <laughs> I didn't so is, that. It, is that what it's for? It's for her? Yeah. Well, it, it vibrates the top of your dick a bit, but it's really for when you're Vibrating at the, at the apex of your thrust. Yeah. I guess... I mean, that's what it's for. I mean, I guess so. It vibrates for her pleasure. And it's not, it's different from the cock ring because the cock ring is meant to let, make you last longer, but that's meant to, like, uh, help stimulate help, the shaft. Help, yeah, and stimulate her, uh, her clitoris. Well, that's very, very interesting. Do you think you'd ever use any of this stuff in a sexual environment? Do you think that's ever going to happen? Um, no. To be honest. Would you use any of this stuff? No, none of this stuff. Would you try the blue pill? There's a lady pill as well, actually, as well. Where's the website for that? Bear with me a second. They've got a lady pill. I bet it's got exactly the same stuff in it. Well, no, it doesn't, actually. Let me have a little look on the website. It's called a Nookie Sexual Vitality Supplement. And it's for ladies. And it's, again, two pink pills. These all-natural herbal capsules are designed to increase your libido. So two pills before playtime to say hello to fun times. How to use on an empty stomach. Take two pills 40 minutes before, blah, blah, blah. Vitamin C. Matrimony vine, an ancient Chinese tonic used to help users overcome physical feelings of weakness and poor health. Shatavari asparagus. Shatavari asparagus. Shatavari, yeah. Like an w- awful musician. It does sound like... <laughs> a natural aphrodisiac. The new album from Shatavari oh, Asparagus. I love it. The new prog rock. Lick my green shaft. Maca root. Native to the Andes in Peru. These are traditionally used by warriors to boost stamina and strength. Yeah. Vitamin E, zinc. Vitamin B12. Heightened sex drive, apparently. And helps to stimulate the secretion of histamines, which is new, u- necessary for an orgasm. Okay, I just don't apparently. think the effect is going to be particularly strong. Um, folic acid. So there you go. They put folic acid in bread, don't they? I don't know. Yeah, I think they do. So you can have an orgasm from yeah. eating bread? No. I can. Can you? You if stick it's... your dick in a fucking loaf of toasty Warburton's. <laughs> is that what it is? No. For wi- vital for women of childbearing oh, I age. I sometimes dress a baguette as a vagina. Yeah, and then you fuck it. Do you fuck a baguette? No, I don't. I just look at it. Yeah? I just look at the baguette. You, you look at the baguette, do you? Yes. Yeah? Baguette to regret. Regret I... the baguette. Oh, anyway, I'm drunk. I'll be honest <laughs> with you. I'm, I'm quite tipsy. Oh, God. Folic acid, vital for women of childbearing age in case See? of pregnancy, 
having sufficient levels of folic acid help prevents birth defects yeah, why would you in want the that? baby's brain and spinal yeah, cord. Sexy, sexy, <laughs> sexy time. Why would you want that? I don't know. But they also do a water-based lubricant. So there's a whole range here of Nucky, fun love, love Nucky, exclusive to Poundland. If I was yeah. going to try and spice up my love life yeah. with a significant other, yeah. I would not go for a cheap range. Tell it you says well. something about your whole attitude towards the relationship. Can You're I t- trying to save money on your lovemaking attrament, can accoutrements. I, can I tell you, know? you as well? I, when I went to Poundland and bought all these, because I had to go Did in and buy them. give you a look? Well, I thought, I'm not going to go to the counter and embarrass myself. I'll use the self-service machine. Because, you know, ha, 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 ha. Did the self-service machine say... It went, literally, I went... Beep! This man's buying sexy things. <laughs> really? Please, can someone come here right now? Oh, you had to have and, assistance. Yeah, because it was so an age can't, thing. You can't buy it if you're under. Yeah. Yeah. So this woman came over and went, "Oh, you're buying a lot, aren't you?" And I was like, uh, "Yeah." Because uh. uh. the next thing you don't say is, "Oh, it's for a podcast." Because that sounds like a bad excuse. And she it goes, "Sounds like yeah." So she goes, you "Just don't say anything." So she went, "Oh, oh, you're having fun." And then I bought them all. And as I went out the door, she went, "Have a nice night." And I was like. Fuck, Fuck off. off! Fuck off! She was coming on to me though. She gave she me the was. she gave me the eye. I think she was toothless, thin lady, old cow. Misogyny. Oh, <laughs> feel the plastic. Feel the plastic. I feel it. Yeah, it's just plastic. It's all bits and pieces plastic. It is. Do you know what? You might as well just spend some money on a decent vibrator. Ultimately, that's all you need. I mean, Poundland did for a brief period do vibrators, as little well. mini vibrators, little. Bullet-shaped ones. What What does it say about you if you want trying to save money on sex toys? Is there certain things you can save money on? Yeah. Food. Yes. Furnishings. Indeed. Certain things you don't want to be you saving. You want to splash out on. You don't want to be Literally saving. Literally splash out yeah, on. Exactly. You don't want to be saving money on that, do you? No, not at all. I mean, yeah, this is cheap show. But, but this is Poundland, and to some extent, I do feel like, you know, we... we it's part of the course. Like, if you're on a budget and you want to spice up your sex life, could these be used? It's part of the course. Part, part <laughs> for the course. It's part of what course? Fucking little bastard. Let me get a sentence out before you I fucking did. I let you get that one out and several others. All right, well... Which I shouldn't have let you get out because they were garbled nonsense. Well, have you heard about this then while we're on the subject, while we talk about it? So, you know, we do our life hacks, 10 sex hacks, and this comes from... Um, TheStir.CafeMom.com 10 sex life hacks to try tonight. Number one, don't bother. You'll just have a heartbreak. Number two, just wank. Number three, God, I hate my life and myself. (laughs) Number four. (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. One, locking the door without a lock. So imagine you having sex with a lady, but, you know, you don't want your, your flatmate to storm in. What? Or whatever. So, you know, you haven't got a lock on your door because you live in an open house. So, what do you do? You go out and go, listen, say that you're my flatmate, John. All right. All right. John, I'm fucking Why can't a I just girl. be Paul? What? Because I don't like Paul. All right, okay, fair play. John. Yeah? Save me some of those beans and I'm fucking, <laughs> I'm fucking my girlfriend. Right now? And I will be. Can I so watch? Don't, don't come, no. I might walk not, in. Not this time. What if I want to walk in and watch? Well, that's not very nice. Well, I want to watch. I'm asking you not to. I'm tugging it now. I'm going to fucking kill you. Oh, yeah? I will kill you Why? in your sleep. You won't have I've to. put fucking Valium oh, in those I won't beans. come in your room then. Well, too late. Right, well. I've, I've drugged you up. I'm going to kill you in your sleep. Anyway, the point is, if you want to have <laughs> sex in your bedroom without someone walking in. What's the fucking in, hack? They you say, the door. I am having a fuck. If a door opens inwards, 
Stick a door jam under the door. This so it is can't one of the opened. worst things I've ever heard already. And then it would jam. It's telling the door. me how to lock a door without locking a door. Just put, a, ja- just put a wedge in. Every and every single fucking film I've ever seen. Isn't it a universal a, language though? Just to stick a sock on the door handle so everyone knows you're having it. Isn't I, that I've like never heard of that in student union days? They say if you if you see a, a, a sock hanging on my door handle, don't come in because if you hear if don't come knocking if you hear me rocking or whatever uh. it is. Sex without sex. Now, have you heard of this? It's called femoral sex. You know what femoral sex is? How is that spelled? F-E-M-O-R-A-L. Femoral sex. It is sex without penetration. And so what they're saying is, it's not quite sex, but it's sexy indeed and perfect for those times when you don't feel like making a mess that's hard to clean. Simply lube up between your thighs, ladies, and let him slide between them. He'll be happy there instead. Now. What? Now. They're saying, don't make a mess by doing the formal There's way. There's a mess. There's already a mess. Yeah. But you're going to spunk a load. Into a thigh. Into There's a, a thigh. mess there. Onto the couch, onto the bed, dripping on down I've legs. I've never heard of a more pointless and terribly frustrating thing. But apparently, do. if you, lo- do if you just lube I'll up just their thighs. I'll just look at your fanny and have a wank. <laughs> just put a little bit I of... I don't need to need the thigh. Put a bit of blur pack on her thighs and go at it. I don't it. like that. Flash him. Not this is me, what they're Paul. saying now. If you're looking for a quick way to get in the mood, play Girls Gone Wild with him and give him a quick flash. This is for ladies, by the way, this whole thing, this article. So you give him a quick, whoo, titty, titty, titty. Why are you looking at me like that, like you're shocked? <laughs> titty, titty. This is terrible. Text sexy photos from upstairs. So he's downstairs watching the sport. I do not need someone to tell me how to fucking do this. Try grapefruit is another life hack. The oh, because grape- it makes your spunk taste nice. No, no, I no. It is. The grapefruit blowjob is gaining traction on the internet for good reason. People swear by it. Try it and change his relationship. How do to they sit- swear by it? I'll tell you what. Hang I on, did a grapefruit. Hang on. hang on. What do they say? Grapefruit blowjob? Fuck. Is that how they swear by here's, it? Paul? Here's how we're going to find out. Okay. This is my bonus technique, the grapefruit. The grapefruit. Normally you can only get this technique in one of my classes, but I wanted to share this with you because I believe every man should get grapefruited. When you grapefruit your man, it's going to feel as if you are giving him head and fucking him at the same time. Oh. No better feeling would he ever get than being grapefruited. So what you need to grapefruited, do... Grapefruited, Of course, have a grapefruit. You want to make sure you get the ruby red. It's sweeter and it's easier. If you are allergic to grapefruit or can't use a grapefruit for your medication, you can always use a large navel orange. Now, of course. What you want to do is make sure the, the, the grapefruit is room temperature. All you have to do is put it no in No one likes a nice water. cold grapefruit on their car. Do not car. microwave it. Do not boil it. Then, once it gets to that temperature, all you need to do is roll it. The reason why you want to roll it is because you want Soften to juice it up. it up a little bit. The juicier, the better. Right. And what you're going to do is you're going to find the navel. There's two navels to the grapefruit. Ooh. Once you do that, you're going to place it on the plate and the navel's on the outside. I don't like this. You want to take a knife and you actually want to cut one side of that navel off. Now, all this that you're doing, he will not see any what? of this Tell preparation. Me. Because... What do you do? Stick his dick in the grapefruit? Then what you're going to do she's is you're going to take it to the side I don't like this. do the same thing. So she's cutting the grapefruit off. For fuck's sake. So you should have a grapefruit that has two sides missing just like this. Right, so... Now what you're going to do is you're going to put a hole in the middle of the grapefruit approximately the size of your penis. I can see where this is going, Paul. Do not make it too big. I can see where my penis is going. Just approximately. (laughs) Can you? Through the hole that she's making in the center of the grapefruit and then she's going to suck my dick on the other side. Yeah? All you want to do is make a nice hole in the middle of the grapefruit. Like I said, yeah? Wait. 
I'm learning. Now, if you take it and make it too big, that's okay because you can. What you're going to prepare the grapefruit and say, like "There the you go, love. Do, do grapefruit me." you do is take your finger and push the flesh back. It's okay. just grapefruit. Right, this now, is really when you making me your uneasy. Man, he has to be blindfolded. Oh, there's no answer. No one wants to see a grapefruit Why? coming at their car. You came to the bedroom with a grapefruit. What is your man going to say? What are you going to do with that? Is it going to burn and all that other thing? So you don't want any of that. Burn. So this is what you do. It might citrus. Say, baby, you know what? Tonight. You got weeping sores in your cock. Maybe I do. Your man will blindfold himself if he knows he's going to get some head. So now, your man is in the bed. You have the grapefruit already prepared under the bed. He smelled the citrus in the air. He thinks you have on some new Victoria's Secrets or something. He has no idea. And what you're going to do is be a woman of your word. Now, you have to get his penis erect. So what you're going to do is just suck his dick. That's like you said you were going to do. Oh, I told you. Wait. Oh, God, no. Nice and erect. What you're gonna do is replace the grapefruit from your mouth. You're gonna twist up and down on his shaft and suck the head at the same I told time. You. <laughs> what about? She's noisy. She's a noisy eater. <laughs> now, ladies, remember, grapefruit is also a fat burner, so you're actually losing weight. Oh, there you go. Losing weight. Now, once you're doing this technique, it feels amazing to him, but he still has no idea what you're doing. So what you want to tell your man to do is this. Take the blindfold off. Put a grapefruit on your dick. Surprise. <laughs> but he'll never say stop. All he's going to be thinking is, I could have been fucking a grapefruit all these years. And that's the grapefruit technique. Mate, that is a wow. sham. That, that she did not need me. to take that long and to demonstrate her sort of uh, whatever was going on with that. But the thing is, is that the horrible... <laughs> yeah, that's the fucking... <laughs> it's like the exorcist that or something. That Lovecraftian fucking sound. <laughs> it was a terror, a cosmic terror noise. All right, so the next life hack is drink more water. <laughs> Feeling dry down there, uh, drink a lot of water. Oh, fuck, fuck. off. Eat pineapple. People Makes your spunk taste Taste better, yeah, You know what I like yeah. to do when what? I know I'm going to get head? Eat yeah. a lot of spicy noodles. I eat fucking garlic and, and ginger and also... Battery acid. Dirty mushrooms. Right. Oh, here's an interesting one. Wear socks. For all the women who hate socks in bed, this is for you. It turns out socks improve your orgasm. Who knew? Apparently, one of the major deterrents to orgasm is whether or not you are cold. So when you warm your feet, you warm your body. Boom, blast off. Pretty nice if that's all it takes. That is stupid and pointless. Use coconut oil as another life hack. If there's any, Is there anything coconut oil can't do? Does it make a good lube in a pinch? If you have some around, just rub it on him and it makes a blowjob taste better. So you can use coconut oil. So my dick tastes of bounty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't like coconut. I like coconut. I wouldn't like mind my dick. Do you like dry bits? Yeah. You I like, like dry bits? I like desiccated like coconut. In yeah. your Bombay mix? Yeah. You're a I love weirdo. It. No, you're a weirdo. No, you're ugly and you're, you're fat you're... and you're hairy and you fuck 13-year-olds. What? <laughs> you you oh, no. did. You did. I was also 13. Doesn't matter. You still did that. Oh, just because you didn't go to puberty till you were in your fucking 20s. I'm still going through it, mate. All right? Vitamin E. They're good. Makes you spunk. There you go. No, fucking spunk more. Anyway, there's there's the sex life hacks. I've got a hack for them. Yeah? Shut up. <laughs> That's not a hack. Yes, it is. 12... Do you want Eli to like you more? Shut up. All right, okay. One last thing then. 12 homemade sex toys for you to try on a budget. So if you don't, if you don't want to spend a pound on the sex cock ring, you can try these things instead. So, number one, electric toothbrush. 
That's a vibrator. That explains itself, yes. That, that's so, fair yeah. enough, okay. but be careful to not use said toothbrush in the morning when uh, you're doing your telly. Oh, uh, yuck, 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 yuck. No, what do you mean, what... yuck, yuck, yuck? It's a good point. You don't want you to have your oral B up a woman's I don't chuff. need someone to tell me to use a toothbrush as a vibrator and then say, make sure you don't use it in your mouth. That's what I would do well, it for. you can work it up That's why I like it. That's why I like it. Because you like it like that, do you? I would like to use it all over on every orifice and then in the morning go, ooh, taste of bum. Mm, taste of last night's fun. Uh, a feather duster you can use as well. A lighter stroke of a, on a lady's body with a feather duster. Again, make sure it's clean and not covered in cobwebs because <laughs> that's gross. Does that say it there? Does yeah. it say that there? It does. It does. So you're not, you're just, the content here is just you Shut reading it. something from your phone, is a it? A spatula. You can use a spatula during sex as well. Rather than the old hand spanking, you know. You could turn, if she had fried egg tits, you could use it to turn the, turn them over. Grow up. If you have your, grow up. have your partner spank you with a rubber spatula. So there, that's a thought. You could do that. A belt. What can you use a belt for? You, I hear you ask. I could use a baseball bat and cave your no, head in. No, you can't use a baseball <laughs> bat unless you're Harley Quinn. And even that's debatable. Does she? Yeah, she uses it in Suicide Squad, but mostly for violence. A belt. Whereas a scarf or tie can move around and be distracting, a belt is great because there's no previous knot tying experience needed. So wrap it around your partner's hands a few times, tie it up, and then attach it to the bedpost. All right. Fair. Your iPhone or smartphone of choice. There are tons of apps out there that can turn your phone into a vibrator. Yeah. So what? Send the message to your phone. So call she get, me. Call me. Call me again. <laughs> your mum's calling. I know. I call. I love it. I love it. Get your mum to call more. What else? Pillows. Stack a bunch of pillows together and grind on top of them to masturbate. Or try propping a bunch under your hips during sex to make you feel your guy even more deeply. Well, that's... Yeah, have you ever just, fucked a pillow? A, it's an angle, isn't it? No. Have you ever fucked a pillow? I've never have. Ah. Beaded necklaces. Tease your partner by rolling beads across your naked body and having them focus on that sensation. It's basically mindfulness exercise and sexiness. You can rub oh, them up and down off. a guy's penis. Already it's lost me. Bonus, put your necklace in the fridge beforehand or run cool water... <sighs> For some temperature play. Stick an ice cube up your ass. <laughs> well, if you, that's what you want. A scrunchie. Slip a scrunchie over a guy's penis for an improvised penis ring. Again, make sure you haven't been shitting on the scrunchie beforehand. Tights. Don't... Again, make sure you haven't been using the tights <laughs> to clean the up your arsehole with. Don't throw your holy tights out yet. Wrap Again, them around. make sure that you haven't shat all over everything in your house and you're using it to shove up someone's fanny. <laughs> a washing machine. Go on. Again, make sure you haven't been using your washing machine as a toilet. Have your guy take you on top of the washing machine and let it rumbling do the thing. That's great. You can get your laundry done and have a good orgasm. <sighs> Again, Remo make sure that you haven't taken a shit. A removable shower head. Again, make sure you right, haven't... Okay, well, you know what? I don't know why I bother. I, I tried to give you hot you sex tips. Mate, content problem. Content problem. Oh, I gave you hot sex tips. Those were you, not hot sex tips. Well, I learned nothing. Any of them. You did nothing. nothing. At all. Even with the grapefruit. The grapefruit was horrific. <laughs> that, it was that bit. It was the I sound. I would also know. She's like, put the blindfold on. I'm like, it's, it's some kind of fruit. I would know there was a grapefruit in the room. You would. It would be that lovely scent of grapefruit. Yeah, but then I'd think, And the, ah, my penis hurts with my weeping sores because my balls have cracked. <laughs> <laughs> fucking monster this is our best episode ever it's not <laughs> it's Paul. not it's sexy <sighs> I'm turned on I have not been this hard in ages ooh ooh ooh
Right, it is time. A few episodes ago, we asked you to send in your slash fic of me and Eli making now, sweet Paul, love. Now, Paul, just a little point before yeah. we get into this. Um, why is it called slash fic? Um, slash fic is when, uh, strictly speaking, when two fictional characters make love. It's also called shipping because it was initially something that fans of Star Trek did for Kirk and Spock. Starship, shipping, okay. kind of comes from that. Now, if you want to get into it, there are lots of subdivisions of this kind of Does genre. slash fic uh, it only refers to erotic? By and large, yes. And fanfic is just when they just write when it's extra just stories. Of, yeah. Okay. It's, so it comes down to the fact that there are different variations of this, but ultimately it's when fans of something write erotic fiction of pairing And is there people. crossover slash fic where, like, let's say... Uh, Leia does Captain Kirk or something. Yeah, there's probably loads of that. But specifically for us, I asked our audience to get in touch and write stories uh, of erotic nature between you and I. And uh. I thought we'd end the show today by reading out these stories and seeing how we go. I think I'll read one, you can read one. Okay. I'll put some nice romantic music underneath. Brilliant. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll I'm, make it work. I'm fully uh, relaxed and ready for So this, this one yeah. uh, comes from someone called At Alex Aspirated. Uh, wrote a story for us. You asked for this, so here you bloody go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here is story number one. It's called New Love's Amplitude. The wind outside was howling and rain hammered against the window of the House of Pickles. Eli shivered and pulled his blanket more firmly around his shoulders. His flatmate had gone to visit family and the place felt far too big for him now. The rain was so heavy that at first Eli didn't hear anything out of the ordinary. Gradually though, he became aware of an urgent knocking at his front door. Throwing his blanket aside, he hurried to find out who was there in this torrent. As he swung open the heavy wooden door, a surprising face greeted him. Paul! Standing on the doorstep, looking very sorry for himself, was Eli's friend and business partner. Oh, I'm Eli's business partner. Rainwater had soaked him through and his shoulders were hunched against the cold. Can I come in? Paul asked softly. Fuck yes, of course. Come in before you drown, Eli said, grabbing the taller man by the wrist and hurrying him inside. What are you doing here? I thought you had plans with that girl you met the other day. Stood me up, said Paul through chattering teeth. Ah, I'm sorry. Eli looked around looking aimlessly as if assurance could be gotten from one of the various items he had in his foyer. Well, listen, go up to my room and I'll be up in a minute. You look so fucking unimpressed. <laughs> Soon, Paul was standing in Eli's bedroom, water dripping from his sandy blonde hair, while Eli hurried around grabbing towel and blankets, two mugs of hot tea steeped in a corner. So what happened? Eli asked. Offering a towel to his friend. Oh, God. Well, Paul said, taking the towel and rubbing water from his face. We were supposed to meet for dinner. I got a reservation and everything. Dressed up really nice. And then... That's not true. Sat there looking... It's all fiction, you fuckwad. <laughs> yeah, and but that's sat, not very realistic, is it? And then you spent me on a date. Money. Fuck you. And then sat there looking like an idiot in this fancy restaurant for an hour and a half, waiting for her. Christ! She eventually texts me, and you know what? I'm just going to read this to you because it's fucking priceless. Paul took out the phone, miraculously undamaged by the deluge of rain, and began to read. So he says, Sorry, love, but I can't make dinner tonight. Real busy. Kiss. Somehow he managed to pronounce the abbreviations, which Eli found impressive. 
So I text her back, ask her what's going on, and she still hasn't gotten back to me. Fuck, that is cold. Yeah, there was a pause, and Paul put his face to his hands. A choked sob wrecked itself from his throat, and Eli's heart jumped with sympathy for his friend and anger on again, his behalf. Again, <laughs> so unrealistic. Hey, don't do that, he said, and he hoped with was a soothing tone, rubbing his friend's back. Listen, that woman doesn't deserve you. I feel weird about this whole thing. I have to say <laughs> <laughs> I feel I've not read any of these, oh. by the way, so I'm enjoying it as we go. Oh. Anyone would be lucky to be with you. You know that, right? You're a fucking catch, mate. Oh. And if that bitch doesn't see that, then she's not only a cunt, but a fucking blind as well. Paul lifted his head, a sad smile on his face. You think so? I think so, Eli said, and put his arm around Paul and pulled him in closer. They sat together that way, Paul leaning into his friend for what seemed like forever. And then Paul began to shiver again. Hey, Eli said quietly, listen, you'll never get dry if we don't get out of those clothes. Oh, God. Mr. (laughs) Mr. Silverman. Are you trying to seduce me in that delicate state? Paul asked, his eyes glinting with familiar cheekiness. It's not familiar. Maybe, said Eli, lowering his hand to the hem of Paul's shirt, rough fingertips caressing the skin that exposed there. Paul turned as met his friend's eyes. As Eli slowly began to undress Paul, and Paul's cold hands reciprocated in turn, still they gazed at each other. Paul's eyes only closed, and he felt Eli's lips pressing onto his neck. Felt the smaller man push down him onto his bed. Why has she got this whole thing about our size differences? <laughs> What's her fucking problem? Or his? Or I don't... Oh my god. Oh, Paul turned and met his friend's eyes as Eli slowly began to undress Paul, and Paul's cold hands reciprocated in turn. They gazed at each other. Paul's eyes only closed when he felt Eli's lips press again to his neck. Felt the small man push him down onto the bed. Small his weight man. pressing onto him, onto the mattress, an assistant growing firmness grind into him. No words were spoken at first when fumbling hands and eager tongues and lips explored new territory until the crucial moment came. Eli propped himself up, looking down on the younger man's boyish face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And bright, shining eyes. Are you ready? He asked. <laughs> and immediately... Wished he hadn't said something so stupid. Paul mercifully let it go with a simple nod. Just be gentle. I've I've never done this before. Eli nodded. A moment's hesitation. Adjustment. Pressure. Ecstasy. The wind still howled. And the rain still fell. But the new lovers were death to each other. And that's where the story ends. Well, that didn't get as quite as graphic as I thought it might. No, I thought it was going to get quite graphic. I, I was expecting now, a rumpy pumple time. Can you have the incredibly uncomfortable. Can I just read this one out? It's really quick. This is from Crimson Bolt. Can't I read? And one? the script says, "Open, dusk at Pickle Manor." He <laughs> like just in his pants. Paul watched. <laughs> nice. All right. Okay. Can uh, I read next one? one? This is from Stephen. Please, can I read it? Okay, yeah, I'm just going to... It's a bit of a long one. If you don't I'll do it. it, I'll read it. Yeah? Yeah. It's fucking I long, I want you actually. to have this experience. All right, okay. Again, I have not read these. I want you to have the experience of listening to us fictionalised, and right. it's fucking... This is from Stephen Freery, and it's all up to you. Here you go, take it away. 
One hot night, it was a balmy night in the House of Pickles. The faint aroma of chilli relish and olive brine hung in the air as Eli sat languidly on his chair, confined to his den while his housemate entertained a potential lover. <laughs> Your flatmate? Eli could hear his neighbours at it again. She was really vocal in her lovemaking and her man always seemed to be yeah, a good Yeah, this is effort. definitely fiction. <laughs> Thumping away. There was a tightness in Eli's pants, but it was resentful tightness, knowing there would no, be no lovemaking for him tonight. Aww. Eli sat back and sparked up a cigarette that he had rolled with half tobacco and half weed. Oh. He inhaled deeply the heavy smoke from the weed, then exhaled slowly, leaning his head back and closing his eyes, just as he was drifting off. Eli was startled awake by his phone vibrating on the side table. It was a message from Paul. Hi, Eli. Big favour. Can I crash at yours tonight? Don't ask. Eli sighed. He could use some company tonight, he thought. Sure, but you'll be stuck in here with me, though. My housemate is entertaining. Paul replied, I know, but what does that have to do with anything? Eli began to regret his decision, but sent the message back. Just come over, you muppet. 20 minutes later or so, Eli got the text. I'm coming I am up. rock hard right now. <laughs> from Paul, Eli opened the door to his room, peeking his head out. The conversation seemed to be coming from the other room, so Eli quietly made his way out and let Paul in. The two good friends entered into Eli's room. Paul sitting on the chair and Eli on the bed. Paul smiled cheekily. Don't look at me like that, said Eli. But I've bought a surprise, Paul said in a sing-song voice. Ooh. As he said this, he pulled out a bottle of the finest vodka you can imagine. What the hell is this? Where did you get it? Eli asked in amazement. A friend of my housemate got this from someone that really don't like. Plus, they don't even drink vodka. It was also part of the deal that I not stay at my place tonight. Well, I don't give a shit who it came from. I'll fucking drink it, said Eli, reaching over to his shelf of tat and grabbing two novelty shot glasses from yesteryear. Ooh. Nice detail. <laughs> Eli, important. Eli knocked back his first shot and felt like a velvet down his throat, the warmth spreading to his belly as he savoured the clean, crisp taste. Paul coquettishly sipped at his first shot, but on tasting it, he couldn't resist downing the whole thing. Oh. They sat there for a moment, gazing at each other in wonder how, how such a drink could even exist. Without another word, Paul poured out another shot for each of them and they drank it silently. After a while, the bottle stood with one third left. Paul and Eli had been having an interesting conversation about who they would most like to start with in a porno with and they heard the neighbours going for a second round of lovemaking. Is that what I think it is? asked Paul in an innocent tone. Yes, Eli sighed. The conversation died off just at the right time to hear the woman talking loudly in the throes of passion. Oh, fuck, yes! Take my ass! Yes! <laughs> the woman said. Both Paul and Eli heard this clearly, and the atmosphere in the House of Pickles became sultrier. Eli Ooh. could feel the tightness in his pants return, Ooh. but this time it felt insistent, yearning. Yeah. Paul was very tipsy. Oh. He felt like the temperature had gone up 20 degrees. Oh. Lucky bastard, Eli mumbled, looking at Paul, who appeared a little flustered. You can take off his shirt if you're too hot, Eli said to Paul. Paul compiled... Complied. Sorry, he didn't comply. <laughs> Paul complied and then lay back in his chair. Paul's hand came to rest on his crotch and he absent mindedly began rubbing in his penis. Like you were doing today on two occasions. Yeah, so it's not that far removed from no, the fact. It's not. I'm doing it now. 
I've got a little bit of a perch going on. Oh, fuck off. Seeing Paul fondle himself combined with the sounds of a woman enjoying anal sex, Eli's Ugh. penis became rock hard. Yeah, baby. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Paul still had his eyes closed, so Eli started rubbing his own penis. Oh. Enjoying the feeling of his erection through the denim of his pants. Oh. Denim rub rubs. Denim rub rubs. <laughs> <laughs> that is denim rub rubs. Excellent. It's too bloody hot in here, Eli said, and took off his trousers and T-shirt, sitting back on his bed with only his underwear. Ooh. Seeing this, Paul did the same, taking mm. off his trousers. There were no more secrets now. They could both see each other's erections poking into their underwear. Ding dong. Well, Paul said, still looking at Eli, you're making a nice tent there. Yeah. Eli looked down and back at Paul. So are you, said Eli. He was feeling a little unsure about what was going on. Ooh. Was he fucked? <laughs> <laughs> You know it would be okay if we just relieved ourselves. We're both adults, said Paul, his hand slowly tracking towards his throbbing mound, then grasping it lightly. Eli was feeling quite aroused now, thinking about the woman next door giving her man pleasure, and felt his hand sliding down his body and then stroking the length of his shaft still bound in his underwear. Paul needed no further invitation. No. Pulling down his jocks and letting his erection spring back up. Broing! (laughs) (laughs) He stood there, looking at Eli, expectantly. Have a load of this, you fuck! Seeing another man's erect penis in the flesh was strangely thrilling. Paul was a good size. Thank you. Shut up. And he seemed to have recently trimmed his pubes, which showed off his testicles. Oh. Hanging lazily in the warm room. Nice touch. (laughs) (laughs) Eli took a deep breath and dropped his underwear, feeling his erection bouncing, as it was freed from his cotton prison. (laughs) (laughs) They stood there for a moment, admiring each other's throbbing members. You've got a nice cock. So have you. You've got a fucking lovely. No, you've got a lovely dick end. You don't. No one does. I have. I don't. Mine's pretty as a picture. Mine looks like a grain of rice on top of a galaxy. (laughs) (laughs) Mine looks looks like an arm upon a pillow. Okay. Well, where have we got to? Uh, They stood there for a moment, admiring each other's throbbing members. Paul started to gently stroke his shaft, making his penis twitch. Eli sat on his bed and fondled his testicles. He looked around and saw a tub of Vaseline sitting on the shelf of his open (laughs) wardrobe. It's better than nothing, said Eli. Yes, true. I don't have Vaseline in my room. No, just mayo. Yeah, mayo works. Yeah, mayo's fine. <laughs> like egg-based lube. <laughs> <laughs> what is, asked Paul, as he spotted the Vaseline that I was heading for. Oh, you're going to grease up your pole, Eli. Oh. Yeah, said Eli, which sounded like a grunt. Yeah. It... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I can't go on, Paul. This Do is it. the worst episode. It. He, I'm fucking throbbing right now, and if you walked, don't finish this story, can we just not have this episode? My balls are aching. He finish. Walked, he walked back over to the bed, opened the lid, and stuck two fingers into the jar. Oh. The tip is not going to get too much. Eli withdrew his fingers and tossed the jar to Paul. Paul caught the jar, and paused to watch Eli start to rub the soothing balm oh. into his hard dick. Then looked yes. down. Yes, at, yes, at, yes. God is going on and on at his own. He saw he didn't really need the Vaseline because he was producing plentiful amounts of pre-cum. So no! he put the jar down, sat on the chair and started to wank slowly. He watched as Eli, fully lubricated, was rubbing his shaft in time to the thumping from the neighbours. Something I actually wrote this about you and me, Paul. I, I know, I'm very proud of them. I'm <laughs> Eli very proud. kept glancing at Paul, who was sitting back in the chair, proudly displaying his erection while stroking it. It was fascinating to see how another guy gave himself pleasure. Eli felt he was in a slightly awkward position, sitting on the edge of the bed. Okay, I think we've admired each other enough now. Yes. I'm going to lie on the bed and get more comfortable. Yes. Eli sort of rolled around to lie on the back of the bed on his back. 
Can I join you? Paul asked. Yes. This is not the most comfortable chair. All right. While you're up. Turn All the right. Light Why off. are you doing it? <laughs> turn the light off. Just leave the lamp over there on. Responded Eli, lazily stroking himself. Paul lay down next to Eli and they both began to pleasure themselves. Again. Uh, can we just get to the butt sex? Can we get to it? After a few minutes, Eli hears Paul say in a small voice, Do you think I could maybe touch you? Oh. Paul, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I'm like loving this. It. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Shut up. Do it. Oh, oh, whatever. Eli was in the moment, and maybe it was the vodka talking, but he replied after a second, sure. Withdrawing his hand, yeah. Eli felt Paul's fingers tentatively brushing his thighs. They made way to his quivering erection. Oh. Paul gently but firmly grabbed Eli's shaft and paused for a moment. Wow, Paul said. It feels exactly the same as mine, but so different. And smaller. That is not what he wrote. That's what I'm inferring. Eli let that verbal slip slide because the feeling of a firm hand grasping his penis was a strange yet comforting feeling. Mm. Paul began to glide his hand up and down in a sensuous way, pausing at the tip to play, then sliding all the way down to the base in one smooth motion. Eli noticed Paul was stroking himself at the same time. Yeah. Oh, well, when in Rome, Come on, baby. Eli said and reached over to Paul's boner and grabbed it. Oh. Oh, exclaimed Paul quickly, followed by an oh. Why aren't you being more sexy when you read oh, cause this? Because I'm finding this deeply uncomfortable <laughs> and weird. <laughs> I have to say, Paul. Oh, I have my to God. Say, I, I have to say. That's okay. a shame. This is a genius. It's going on and on as well. As Eli began That's why you're shit in bed. It's like, there's no love making. There's no romance want, for you. I don't want to make love to you, Paul. I don't care. You, this is indicative of your beat him and eat him style. All right? Just get on with it. Oh, as Eli began to rub Paul. Eli started Come to on, run his hand. Come on, put some fucking emotion into this. Eli started to run his hand over <laughs> Paul's erect penis. Yeah. Getting faster with his strokes. Slow down a bit, Eli. I want to enjoy this, Paul yes. said. And Eli... <laughs> <laughs> I do. And Eli reduced the tempo of his motions. There is literally loads more. All right, we'll skip down to the bit where I come. All right, okay. So, uh, I think I'm eating your ass now. Okay, all right. Ooh, your beard tickles, giggled. (laughs) (laughs) Eli took this as a cue to tease Paul, rubbing his beard up and down, tickling Paul's erection. Eli kept stroking and licking Paul until he could tell Paul... Was close to coming. Yeah. Then Eli set up cross leg next to Paul and used both of his hands on the throbbing member, one at the base, one at the tip, and worked them together to maximise stimulation. Oh. oh, Eli, oh, oh, yes. Oh, fuck, so good. Eli, that's it. Yes, fucking make me come, Eli, yes. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Paul became less coherent the closer he got to coming. Then all of a sudden, whoosh, 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 Ooh. whoosh. Paul ejaculated with such force, it almost hit the roof. That's right. Eli felt like he was holding a small fire hose as the pressure was released. That's fucking the too right. The cup fell back down onto Paul, who was still convulsing after he'd finished ejaculating. Oh, God. Oh, jeez, what a mess, Eli said with a smile on his face. He lay back down on the bed and felt himself drifting off to sleep straight away. Typical. Paul was not far behind. It was out like a light once the convulsions had finished. The end. Please. Never again, please. Make me right, go through Right, next this. story. No more. Next story. Finished. Next story. Next story. Oh, do, 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 do. oh this Can is Can we not do one. this ever Let's again, Paul? This is a short one. This is a little short one. Who's this from? This is from, I think it's Shina, her name is. 
S-H-A-I-N-A, Shina. And it comes with a little drawing. There's a little drawing on this one. Look, there's me and you in a boat. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty nice, isn't it? We're in a little boat, you and me. Okay. Paul had to take a moment to process what had just happened. The remains of his Poundland wooden boat drifted even further away from the shore. He looked numbly down at his arm, which had been badly splintered by the wreck, but he was too shocked to feel any pain. Paul, snap out of it, you he fucking twat. Paul was finally jostled from his trance by Eli's violent shouts. We're stranded. Paul, five pounds for a boat? Of course we'll fucking crash. Paul whipped his head to the left and gave Eli a death stare. This is your fault, Eli. Your weight was what broke the boat in the first place. Eli and Paul argued for a solid hour before running out of energy. They needed to create a shelter to sleep in. Two weeks in, it became apparent that no one was coming to rescue them. They what were, were we eating? I don't know. Crabs. Happy? They were both close to starvation. Oh, well, there you go. We, we weren't eating. We weren't eating. And Paul's arm was already badly infected. Not as sexy. So far, not sexy. We're both starving and I've got a gangrenous arm. Yes. To make matters worse, the island was freezing at night. Neither man had masturbated since crashing. Look, I'll be honest. If I'm starving on an island, wanking's the last thing I'm thinking yeah. about. It's not well, you might do my... to distract yourself. It's not even that. I don't think I could even get it up. Are we going to do it in this one? Why can't there be someone who like does it as we're some kind of macho fuck squad? We don't know. It might be. Eli was reaching his limit. That's it. I've got to have a wank. It's fucking freezing and this will warm me up. No, Eli. I don't want to be in your presence while you do that. I'll never be able to get an erection again after witnessing this. Paul brushed off Paul's comments and popped his cock out. <laughs> Paul tried to drown out Eli's moans, but the sound made it to his ears no matter what he did. He was so cold and Eli looked so warm. Paul hesitantly pulled his own dick out and started pumping. It felt good for a few minutes. But then he went back to freezing once the initial waves of pleasure wore off. What? He had no choice but to crawl towards Eli. What the hell are you doing, Paul? Get off me! Eli protested. But when the heat of Paul's body hit him, he couldn't fight it any longer. He let Paul plant his lips on his neck. Eli ran his tongue down Paul's septic splinter wounds. Oh, what? Paul lowered his head to wrap his mouth around Eli's three-inch... <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Um, and Eli shifted around to return the favour. They 69 for a while while yeah. taking it to the next step. It was awkward as even neither of them had had any experience with another man that they would admit. I did. Um, however, <laughs> once Paul was fully inside Eli, their bodies relaxed and they were letting themselves enjoy the moment. They continued through the night, taking small breaks, switching who was the bottom several times, changing positions until the sun finally came up and they were warm enough not to need any ch each other anymore. Paul woke up six hours later with an immense cloud of shame hanging over his head. He groaned and looked over to find Eli was nowhere in sight. He heard heavy footsteps through the sand. Eli was returning. Ah, uh, Paul, you're not going to like this. We've been walking distance from civilization the whole time. Paul immediately died of shock. Eli stared at the fresh court for a second before unzipping his pants. <laughs> nice. I like, that's my favourite. That's your favourite because yeah. it's so fucking weird. Well, something happens. You die. That's good. <laughs> oh, that's nice, isn't it? Well, and, you know, fictionally, that's nice. And uh... oh, Eli's big member. That's the next story. 
What's this one? How many have been sent, Paul? Another four. We'll have to do this as a special. We'll do. We'll finish it off as a special. Should we do one more? Let me read it, please. Yeah? Yes. I find one that isn't too long. So, yeah, if you're listening to this podcast and you want to hear more, for whatever fucking oh, reason... God, please. We will do the next two stories. I don't want to go down this route. Or we'll do the next two stories. Um, this has been traumatic for me, Paul. All right, this one's not too long, this story. So, this one's from... Uh, who's it from? It's from someone called Cammy. Okay. Okay, here you go. Okay. Eli, to end on, this is the last story. Go for it. Take it away. Cue the sex. Hello, said Eli. Maybe I'm... you put the microphone close to your mouth so I can hear it, because I can't right now. How's that? I mean, it's not great, but I don't know why you just can't. Uh, hello, how's that, Paul? Here you are. Try that. Put, put it in that. Well, I'm not allowed to have a phone. No, put the f- phone in that, you twat. Is that better? Now get me hard. <laughs> yeah, are you ready? <laughs> yes. Right. <clears throat> Eli's big member. Don't make a don't make a wank noise with your mouth. Are you done? You're yeah, done now. Yeah, I'm done. Okay. All right. Don't do it again. Go. Eli's big member. Yeah. Hello, said Eli. I'm Mr. Eli. Ooh, said everyone present. You are Mr. Eli. I like this one. (laughs) (laughs) They were in a field and Mr. Eli was dressed in a gown. The crowd before him were all from the Ellie Cathedral Birdwatching Enthusiast Consortium. They were all gathered to secure the final spot in goal. Spot in goal. The final spot in goal. Hmm. It was in the back of their books and it was worth 500 points. The greatest of all the spotting targets. Some of the crowd were in their late 60s and they stood adjusting their spectacles. The whole spectrum down the age of around 25, down to the age of around 25, were represented, although the younger ones were all rather eccentric. Is this a sex story or a sports story? It's fucking strange. Uh, Anyway, go on. One bird-watching enthusiast looked down in her book and turned to the page they were about to complete. The final goal was there, Mr. Eli's Todger. (laughs) As she read the words, she said... Ooh, in her head, and felt all flustered. Oh, right, we're going to get some hetero sex in this story. Oh, if you're lucky, I'm hoping. Right, Oof. ooh, shut up. Visibly excited. Ooh, all right then," said Mr. Eli. "Enough fucking around. Who wants to see my massive wang?" <laughs> <laughs> and in unison, the crowd all cried out, "We do!" But little did they know that far off in the edge of this field, another individual was involved. He was hunched in a bush, not quite concealed, and wearing a T-shirt that was once white but had attained an unusual brownish-grey hue, due both to the generic, the general neglect and his strange decision to smear himself with mud as a disguise. He thought to himself, oh, I am so clever. No one will ever spot me here. (laughs) Is this going to be me? (laughs) Aren't I a clever, clever man? And he took out his binoculars and squared up for the big reveal. He was visibly excited. This is going to be me, isn't it? I hope so. This bush pervert is going to be me. <laughs> okay, I'm going to fucking do it, guys, said Mr. Eli. It's coming out. My great big member is coming out to play. And with that, he lifted up his gown and his immense coiled sausage <laughs> unraveled before the crowd. <laughs> oh, I love fiction. Good Lord, said one grandmother of 63 years. <laughs> Very specific age. It's so clean, 
good. And it must be at least four <laughs> yards long. That's right. Fucking right, love, said Mr. Eli. And we've not even got a stalk on. I'm a grower, not a shower. Ooh, said the crowd. <laughs> I like the fact there's a fucking crowd. This is fucking this great. Is brilliant. This is brilliant. Please show us, said an extremely attractive blonde woman in her late 20s. Thank you. Right. He looked hard into her, and then she understood. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> she, she understood. She took off all her clothes and then put paper bags over the heads of all the oldest members of the crowd. Immediately, <laughs> Mr. Eli's wazoo got as solid as a rock. It was at least 50 times longer than it had been. <laughs> what the fucking hell? And, and in its rapid growth, it struck a Boeing 747 and downed it, killing 419 wow. people. Graphic. Seeing what had happened, on a radar, the police arrived immediately. Hello, hello, said the constable to Mr. Eli, whose erect penis was still standing high above the clouds. What do you have to say for yourself? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> he said, don't blame me, blame that pervert Paul Gannon. And he pointed into the bush where Paul yeah. had been hiding all along. Don't think I didn't know who you were, that you were there, Paul. I could smell your feet. <laughs> fuck you. Camille was brilliant. And several... <laughs> Lovely. Fuck Love you. It. She's really picked up on the detail here. What, of oh. my stinky feet and your fictional large cock? Yes, basically. And several police officers piled on the bush and then cuffed Mr. Gannon. I didn't do it, he cried out like I a didn't, I haven't done anything in this story. I've been in a bush. Good, I like it. You're in the bush and some blonde is giving me hard on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, said Mr. Eli, calmly reducing his erection and allowing his great John Thomas to gracefully descend to the ground. If you're so innocent, then suck me off. Oh, here we go. Yay! Suck you off. Suck you off. Come on. You may be thinking that, sir, said the police constable, but I am of the view that this is reasonable. Paul Gannon, if you want to prove your innocence, then please suck off Mr. Eli. Thank you, officer. Realising that he might otherwise face life in a maximum security prison, Paul walked over to Mr. Eli's extensive phallus. Just as his lips gripped the head and began to suckle, Mr. Eli let out a sound like, and suddenly became completely erect. Paul managed to hold on until the gargantuan chopper reached its apex growth, but was then flung a great distance, not landing until some minutes afterwards, far out in the North Sea. Wow, that's impressive. The police constable looked bemused for a set moment, primarily at the loss of his handcuffs, and then said, Mr. Eli, I'm afraid to say, in the absence of Mr. Cannon, we're going to have to arrest you instead. Someone must be arrested, I'm afraid, sir. It is the law. Mr. Eli's reply was deeply unexpected. Yeah? If you arrest me, I'm going to shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shit everywhere. Yeah. Very well, sir. In that case, we'll arrest someone else. The end. That's the end. Bravo! <laughs> that wins. I think that wins. It wins because what? She wrote a story where your dick was, was just, massive. I love the surreal aspects of, to that, I have to say. Well, we will do for the Patreon At least people. I had some laughs. That other one wasn't laughing. It, it, was was, it was meant to be sexy. It I wasn't just sexy. us wanking in my room for hours. That sounds fine to me. down to it. I want that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> Right, okay. So, for Patreon people, we will record the other rest of those stories and put them out in a podcast. Okay, can we do some other things? Honestly, I think we've spent our load this episode. we shot our wads. We didn't do the sex and dating survival guide that I bought at a charity shop, which is a shame, because apparently 
If you if you've got smelly balls, you know what they say they recommend you can do? Take a chamomile wash, tea bag. Wash your balls. Take a chamomile tea bag. Just wash your balls. And rub your balls on the tea bag. Don't rub your balls on tea bags. I mean bags. W- wash your balls. Always wash your balls. <laughs> <laughs> and I always do, and that's what I've tried to emphasize. Uh, to my listeners, the House of Pickles is not the pickled balls. It's not the House of Eli's pickled balls, Paul. It's the House of actual pickled, pickled vegetables. Yeah, we get it. We and get chutneys, it. even some. Uh... Well, if this episode hasn't turned you off, me and Eli, for the rest of your life, it's turned me off, me, Paul. It's turned me off. I me. I have been firm. I, you know what? I think these pills are kicking in. No, they're not. Have you actually taken two? Yeah, I took two. Did they? You saw me take them. What? These are empty for what? You're no, getting all speedy. You're uh, getting all speedy, aren't you? I'm not getting all speedy. You're not going to be able to sleep, mate. Anyway. Rock on. Yeah. So, thank you for your stories. The ones we didn't get to read out will be in a future Patreon episode. And that has been all deeply awkward, not as funny as it usually is, episode of Cheap Show. <laughs> That's what we say every time. It's never as funny it's as it usually is. It's never as funny as we think. How can something never be as funny as it usually is? It would have to have been funny at some point, but it, it can't be. I just horribly think that people are listening to this going, I like Eli and Paul, but this episode has made me feel uncomfortable. Yes. And I I've certainly felt uncomfortable I right haven't. from the start. I haven't. Well, that's because you're a... I have no shame. I, I'm reasonably sexually laid back. I think love is love and sex is sex. And providing no one gets hurt and it doesn't break any particular law, then all love is good. Good. And I'm just going to say that I am single. And if anyone's interested in making love to me, then by all means, the Samaritan's helpline is <laughs> 116123. Well, that's saying, a bit of a downer. That is a downer. <laughs> that's a bit of a downer. I hope someone, I hope, uh, God, if we actually, uh, let me just say before, I did pick up some records today, Paul. Fuck me. And your beard has gone full Edmunds now. <laughs> and this is a record that you said you, you it was too scratched, but this is a better but isn't copy. isn't it? I thought it was scratched and not playable. What have you, tell them what you've got. This is The Day They Remembered, um, which must be some kind of war song, do you think? I don't know. I don't know, because the whole idea is what Noel Edmonds presents. He, Noel Edmonds introduces record year and The Day They Remembered. And at, on the other side is Cavatina by John Williams. Which is that hot, very classical guitar Well, he's kind of, that classical guitar yeah. guy. Not John Williams, the Star Wars guy. John Williams, the, class, the Spanish classical guitar, guitar. They're two guy. different John Williams, yeah. are they? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, two different John Williams. So I'll be interested to hear that. We'll have that on an upcoming uh, splatter. And the B-side of uh, Russ Abbott. Yes. I found Russ Abbott's Atmosphere on 7-inch single, everybody. And it has a tune that is not on the album, which we recently reviewed. No. Um which is written by Russ Abbott himself. So we'll see what the man is capable Amazing. of. You know what? We knocked him a little bit in the previous episode for being so bland and insipid on that album. But I saw a clip of him on Des O'Connor tonight. Drumming. Drumming to Swing, Swing, Swing. Fucking amazing drumming. good, really? Really fucking good drumming. I mean, it's, it's not like he's, you know... Is it Keith Moon, the famous drummer? Is that who I'm thinking of? Keith Moon was the drummer for the, the Who. Yeah. It's not like he's this amazing... Blah, 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 drum, but... It is excellent drumming. Okay. And I, as a frustrated drummer myself, one of the things I want to do this year is pick up the drums again. Because I learned, I, I tried to learn when I was 14, 15, and never got into it because I couldn't afford a drum kit. So this year I want to try and learn the drums again. Okay. Well. Anyway, you being awkward and changing the conversation doesn't take away from the fact that this has been a red hot episode of Cheap Show. So that's it. All right. We finally got the sex episode out of the way. Good. I think like sex... It was a lot of build-up 
and then quite a lot of disappointment afterwards. Disappointment. A lot of disappointment. Um, I genuinely have to say that fanfic yeah. or slash fic made me feel very uncomfortable. Not me. Not me. I enjoyed it so much. I, I don't know what to say. I enjoyed it. You're going to... Uh... Listen back to the recording. I might do it. I might listen back to the uh, story about me and you in the rain and it all gets sexy. And then I might oh, just lie was... back and stroke my belly trumpet until all sticky white love piss comes out. <laughs> <laughs> so support us on Patreon. But if you still love us by now, support us on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com forward slash cheap show, donate whatever you fancy. Um, also, we're on Twitter at the cheap show pod. Eli is found on cheap show. How? ELN. Wow, that was really good. <laughs> Set me up again. And how can they find you on Twitter? I've got a Twitter handle. Yes. E L I S N O I D. Eli Snoid. Eli Snoid, all one word. I am at Paul Gannon Show. We have a Reddit page as well. We can join in the discussion on the episodes that we do. It is called reddit.com forward slash r forward slash cheap. And if you have been missing noodles, which I know you have. Because I wonder if any of that slash fic had noodle, me shoving noodles up your ass. Well, if you listen to Patreon, there might be a noodle element. Uh, my friend Mark Allen, who has reviewed noodles for us and we've read out, is going to make an appearance on the Reddit page and start posting some of his noodle reviews. So that's something for you to look, look forward to look, look if forward you like to. the noodle aspect of this show, which has been fucking suppressed. It's not been suppressed. It's your fucking bone idolist that hasn't brought it to the fore. So until the noodle you special. Your, you, yeah, when's I'm, that going to come? It's never. coming. It's never going to come. It's fucking it's coming. It's never going to come. It's never going to come. Like, it's never going to come. It's never happening. It's never happening. Right, you it's can say happen. that. It's not going to happen. If it happens by June, I'll be surprised. All right. All right? That's a, that you've thrown down the gauntlet. Anyway. You've you not can thrown also down go, the gauntlet. You've thrown down the disgusting cheap you, sex toy. If but, you I want mean, to I, see... What we've, what we've been touching and playing with, you can also go to our website, thecheapshow.co.uk, and look at our dedicated page for this episode, and look at all the video clips and the video, and the pictures that associate themselves with the things we've been saying. That's also there. What else? We've got a Facebook page, and if you want to and you can, go to Apple, go to iTunes, and review our podcast on there, and that helps us go up the, up the charts a little bit more. I believe. I Very believe. good. Very nice, Paul. And I think that's it. Thank you for listening to Cheap Show. I've been Paul Gannon. I'm Eli Silverman. And we feel pretty much ashamed with ourselves. I'm pretty, I'm pretty shamefaced. But thank you very much for supporting us. And remember, <laughs> we're fleek for cheap. Goodbye. Goodbye. While I was waiting for Paul and Eli to turn up here at this sex dungeon, I thought I'd just give you a little chat about my thoughts about sex. I don't know when they're going to be here, but, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to the time they do. It's an absolute pleasure to be involved in the, the sex episode. It's kind of been brewing up up to this point anyway, hasn't it? The sexual tension between the two of them is, is palpable. You can almost smell it. Uh, well, you certainly can in some parts of the House of Pickles, that's for sure.
I thought I'd talk to you about my feelings about sex. Um, I've done it. I've done it uh, a couple of times, actually, believe it or not. Um, so much so that I've actually got a child off the back of it. That is the side of sex they don't talk about very often. The fact that you can actually create human life. And I did that. And now I've got a girlfriend who wants to have a child herself. I think that's ridiculous. I don't think she's thought it through at all. It's so tiring. And to be honest, I've already completed parenting. I've created a child that has survived till 10 years old. He can pretty much look after himself. I certainly don't want to go through it all again with screaming, crying, pooey bums. And I don't want a baby. So I said to my girlfriend, I don't think she's ready for it. I don't think that she's mentally prepared for the amount of tiredness and the mental torture having a baby puts you through. So I decided what I'd do is I'd set up alarms all through the night. And what she'd have to do is every half an hour from 8pm until 8am, she has to get up, find her way down a darkened corridor to the room that I call my office that she now calls the nursery. And there she would have to, in total darkness, put together a thousand piece jigsaw puzzle every single half oh and also the jigsaw puzzle is also covered in shit just to give her an understanding of how terribly tiring it is but you know she wants to do that she definitely does so we are now officially trying for a baby trying for a baby it's ridiculous what trying for a baby actually means is we're just telling our parents we're having lots of sex i never really understood it it seems a weird thing doesn't it my mum came round the other day. She said, how's the trying for a baby going? When did that become acceptable? Let's just break that down. That's essentially my mum saying, how's the sex going? You know, we're trying for a baby. If we'd made a baby, we'd have told her, wouldn't we? When I was growing up, my mum never said to me, how's the desperately trying to lose your virginity going up in your bedroom? That's basically what I was doing. As a teenager, I spent a hell of a lot of time practicing losing my virginity on my own. You know what? I did so much masturbating as a teenager. When I was 18 and I was applying for my first job, I couldn't, in all good faith, write on my CV, works well as part of a team. Trying for a baby's really odd. Like I say, uh, it seems to be the topic of conversation every time either of our parents come round or speak on the phone. My girlfriend's mum phoned up the other day and said, what have you been up to this week? I said, well, mainly having sex with your daughter. It's different when it's mum's as well. My girlfriend's dad phoned up the other day. I made a similar quip. He did not enjoy that, I can tell you. Trying for a baby isn't quite as glamorous as you think it would be as well. Sure, you have a little bit more sex, but the romance is really gone. You know, when your girlfriend says we need to have sex on Thursday at 3 o'clock because I'm in some sort of trimester, then it really does take the, the point out of it for me. Trying for a baby also means you hear some unromantic things. Like the other day when we finished having sex, my girlfriend flipped her legs back over her head and said, I'm just going to leave it in. Trying for a baby means the sex talk really does go downhill a lot. What we're essentially doing, my girlfriend said, is we're leaving it in. Just leaving it in. Letting it really soak in. It's disgusting, isn't it? Sometimes now when we finish doing the dirty business, my girlfriend would just flip her legs up over her head behind her. I, I can't be in the room when she's doing that, honestly. I have to just go down and say, I said, I can't do this. She said, well, what am I going to do up here with, with my ankles behind my ears? I said, well, well, whatever you do do, don't cough. It'll be like a fucking fountain in here. I remember when we first got together and it was so exciting. 
We did all the things that a young couple do in the throes of passion. Uh, there was one thing though, and this is a hint I can give to you. This, Take this home, use it, use it tonight, especially the lads. There's one thing that when you're having sex can ruin the moment, it really can, and that is the removal of the socks. We all know there is nothing sexy about that moment when the inevitable has to happen and you've got to pull the socks off your feet. And here's, here's the hint, lads. What you do is you go in for a little bit of close work. You know, she doesn't know what you're getting up to. Maybe give her a little kiss on the neck, whisper sweet nothings into her ears. Say something like, you know, you look all right tonight. Something really nice. Get set the, set the mood. And then when she's not looking, you press your socked foot down onto the carpeted floor, creating a sort of bond between the two fabrics, a sort of friction, if you will. And then, when the moment's right and she's not paying attention, just press your sock foot down on the floor, whip it back, leaving the sock where it was and your foot completely and utterly sock free. It works absolutely every time. It's brilliant. Do make sure you do make a good contact though because if you don't get it first time and you give it two, three, four, five attempts at getting that sock on that carpet, I've been known to build up so much static electricity, it turns my penis into a sort of human cattle prod. Although, you know, that can be useful for manoeuvring her into a sexual position she wasn't keen to get into in the first place. My girlfriend said to me the other day, you can do anything you want to me, anything you want. And I don't mind telling you, listener, I, there's nothing that we don't do that I want to do. You know, I've got a pretty healthy sex life. She said, there must be something you want to do. I said, no, there's nothing. There's nothing we want to do. She said, there must be something. I said, there honestly is. You know what? There's only one thing we're not allowed to do, and that is sex from behind. My girlfriend doesn't like it because she says she doesn't know what's going on back there, which is fair enough, really. This only came about after she found hobnob crumbs in her bum crack. But, you know, when you're first with someone and the, the energy's high and you want to try different things, sometimes you may be tempted to do things like taking a sexy bath together. Well, I can tell you what, there, it's a bad idea. I, I'm quite a big bloke. There is nothing sexy about seeing a man of my size just sloshing around in three inches of dirty water whilst my girlfriend's there cupping that water over my red blotchy skin. She, it's almost like she's trying to keep a beached whale moist until the tide comes back in to wash it out to sea. Absolutely nothing sexy about that whatsoever. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if Paul and Neil and I are actually turning up to this sex parlour. Um, so I'm going to go and have a look for them, see if there's any business going about. Anyway, I'm sure we'll speak again soon. Cheers.